Well, good evening there. Come, sit by the fire and let us regale you with tales so sublime, so masterfully written that they make the works of such literary masters by the likes of Dickens and Chaucer, Kipling, Faulkner and Hemingway look like mere children's scribblings. Pour yourself a nice glass of the finest brandy or Chianti and enjoy the literary renaissance that is horrible horror masterpiece theater. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to a very, very special episode of the Horrible Horror Podcast. The podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary, but that is not the case today. No, sir! Today is very special. Today is Horrible Horror Masterpiece Theater. And you might be asking yourself, what is that? Well, here's the story. I wrangled up some of my friends. You all know them. They've all been on the show before. Our all-star cast. And we are going to read and reenact all the shitty, wonderful horror stories I wrote as a kid starting in third grade throughout high school. Uh, I thought this would be something fun to do. Uh, some of these stories are going to be absolutely awful, but we're going to make them fun. We're going to have fun with this, and this is going to be something fun to try. So sit back and enjoy Masterpiece Theater. With that said, let's introduce our friends, our cast today, if you will. To my right, you know him, you love him, is Mr. Nachos McWerewolf. We have to hit the theme song for everybody. Because we love everybody. Everybody gets a theme song. Alright. We're not probably not gonna play this whole thing. Where's that place? It is so tasty. So crunchy. All right, fade this out. Nachos McWerewolf is back. How's everybody doing this uh, Sunday afternoon, right? That is correct. It is Sunday afternoon. He is here. Back by unpopular demand. <laughs> Loving that song, by the way. Awesome. I'm glad you love it. Uh, joining us is also all-star uh, all-star guest. We know her. You love her. The first lady of Horrible Horror, Miss Sarah Samples. Hello. Sarah, welcome. <laughs> Hello all. Oh, I'm so glad to be here for this masterpiece theater. Indeed. Moment. Sitting next to her, awesome. her loving husband, oh. man of many talents, the manliest man I know, oh. Mr. Chris Samples. This is Chris Samples theme song because I don't have one yet. This is Chris say, Samples theme song. Uh, Chris theme Samples song, theme so. song. Wah, 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 wah. So manly. <laughs> Off the cuff. Thank you for that, Marshall. Marshall. I do appreciate it, though. How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. I hope you 
record that and then play it forever. <laughs> oh, I'll go clip that back? That's the official song. I will shit my pants, dude. All right, I'll go back and clip that for later. Yeah, let's right. hold on to that. And finally, finally, he's back. I'm back. Mr. Aaron Southworth is back in studio. Is this Eric Bischoff's This entrance? is Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you not get skip one, but I got two theme songs for you. Oh, shit. This is for the wrestling fans because, you know, it's appropriate, and I wanted to play it. Now, <laughs> and one, I wanted to play it. Yep. It's your show. I guess now, you can do one what you want. that connects us to the show, that connects to the horror theme that we do here, here's another one. Maybe you will recognize this. Maybe oh. this gives a little shout back to. <laughs> I can't hold that long. Nope. <laughs> so we're going to enjoy this because this I- is a monumental occasion. I can't what was a bill I can't do the Billy Eye. Billy I can't Eye. I can't hang that Billy Eye note. That's a tough one to do. It is a tough one. Sarah should know this song. Oh, I know it. I know it so well. Do you remember who performs it though? The actual name of the that band? That was a uh, Jeopardy question. Yeah. Oh. Sorcery. Oh, sorcery. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was the band that did like uh on stage. <laughs> did like on stage uh <laughs> Battles of like Merlin and stuff. That was awesome. attack. To pay, I'm back. All right, we're gonna face. <laughs> but that song cannot be played without the epic ending. And just for fun, enjoy the ending of that song. Because oh. yes! it's insane. It's wild. <laughs> I would love to see her try this. No. <laughs> You'll see me pass out. <laughs> well, I love how he just stops and takes breaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this dude's ears are bleeding while he's singing. Like his head's about ready and to it's still smoke. going. It just keeps going. Smoke is coming out. I gotta go change my pants. This is too much. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> and that was his death scene. That was his death scene. Yep. <laughs> For the listeners and my ignorant ass, what movie is that from? Rocktober Blood. Rocktober Blood. Oh, shit. I got to see that. What oh, dude. It's, was, you what? can only watch it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What episode did we? What episode was that? For uh, the listeners, they can uh, go back and watch. I can, I can look it up real quick. Look it up. Yeah, yeah I have an episode list here somewhere. A couple Novembers ago, I think. Not to be biased, but you know, uh, that was a fun one. It's in the one, hundreds. It listen. is. Oh, man, where is it? Hell Week. Okay, Rocktober Blood. The Blood. Oh, man, where is that? Pledges, Dark Walker, Halloween. Pond, that was midnight. So good. Episode 179. 179. I was in the 150s. Yeah, episode 179. Yeah, episode 179. Do yourselves a favor. That's right. It's a fun one. That one was fun. All right. So, with introductions out of the way, let's get going. Here's how this is going to work. We kind of start, we're going to pick a series of stories that I wrote. We're going to start with them. We're going to read through those. When we get to parts that actually have legitimate parts of dialogue, 
The dialogue will be played by our cast here. They will read various parts or various characters that were in these stories. Um, the first, we're going to start with the very simple <laughs> uh, series that I titled Haunted House that was first <laughs> written back in 1989 or 90 when I was in third grade. Somewhere around there. It depends on first half. Or, I think it was second half of third grade, so it could have been 1990. Um, part one has been lost to the ages, I think. I cannot find part one. Uh, so we're going to start with part two. We're going to read two, three, and four, and then we're going to do a jump to part 12 where there's actually speaking parts for people. Not many, but that's where they really start more. And we will uh, go through it that way. Yes. I have an idea. What if you pay actual third graders to write the first part? <laughs> Just kind of give them, like, notes? I have a third grader. Oh, there we go. Oh, I don't know if you want. I mean, that might be good, though. <laughs> You'll start seeing some pretty heavy influence of Sarah yeah. and Chris. Like, no, no, no. Do it, it like this way. Okay. Butt and fart jokes. In so for yeah. these first three stories, which are really short, so they're only, like, the longest one's like a page and a quarter. Um, typed up so they should go pretty quick um, you will see the origins of my writing in third grade um, and where it started and then as we move on through the, the, the other chapters and through other stories that I wrote in like junior high early high school you'll, they'll get more refined and, but they're still all going to be bad but so the guys the cast are going to sit back and relax for the first part drink they get their drinks on start getting a lot of booze going through and make this more entertaining um, more palatable more palatable <laughs> yeah I hope you're drinking at home too <laughs> yes drink at home or on the job or while operating yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know. yeah cut loose pussies fuck <laughs> alright so here we go <clears throat> Let's begin Horrible Horror Masterpiece Theater with Haunted House, part two. And action. The four boys from the from one part are, okay, I, let me say this for I, <laughs> I, mean, I, say, I, I transcribed these from my handwritten notebooks I found. We can fix that in post, um, right? I did not. <laughs> I did not change any grammar, so it's written as I wrote as a third grader. The only thing I changed was spelling to make it actually readable for you guys and myself because um, my spelling was atrocious in third grade. It's, um, it's not much better now. It's not much better, <laughs> but it's better. So, yeah, the grammar was not changed at all from the originals. So here, we, let's start this over. The four boys from the one part are back with some more friends to kill the ghost. And the six boys found the house, and the boys found some weapons they used to kill the ghosts with. They went oh. into the house. They're going to sleep in the house so they can kill the ghosts. But the fat boy got up and went to the kitchen to get something to eat. But the peanut butter jar was empty and he got sucked into it. <laughs> and the skinny kid, you as thin as a pencil, he got up and went to the laundry room to wash his clothes. Sure. But the washer was broken and he got sucked into the washer. <laughs> You'll see a pattern. <laughs> the four boys were still asleep, but one boy got up and walked to the family room to watch some TV. But the TV was broken. You want to guess what happens? He got sucked into the TV. He got sucked into the TV. He sucked the TV. Nope, damn it. Then the three boys got up, but a trap door opened and they fell. Then the dust cleared and the boys saw six ghosts coming toward them. And the boys ran. Then they were trapped in the corner. But right when the ghosts were about to get them, the wall turned and the boys found themselves in a pitch black room. But one boy had a flashlight, so he turned it on. And in the light, they saw a dead person with blood all over his body. So they got up and ran. And then skeletons started to pop up at them. So they kept on running. Then they stopped running and sat down. Oh, no, they stopped running and down in some slime. Sure. And then they got up and wiped off their butts. <laughs> That's important. 
priority first. There it is. There it is. It started to run again. Then after an hour, they stopped running again. Then a monster grabbed a boy and eat him up. <laughs> so the two boys ran on. Then a trap door, and they fell in a pool of blood. And they got out of the pool and ran into the house. Another trap door opened, but the boys jumped over and landed on a coffin. Then they jumped <laughs> off it, and the coffin opened up, and Count Dracula came out of the oh, coffin. Oh, shit. So the boys ran out of the house, and a werewolf jumped out of the tree and started to charge us, because now it's in first person. <laughs> and in and out of the house. And then out of the pool, the gill man came to charge us, so we ran home. The end. <laughs> Marshall, you are a braver man than I. I after every uh, year of school, I would burn my notebooks. <laughs> Marshall's like, no, I need to document this in my 40s. Yeah, and I'm telling everybody about it. Everybody. I got to hold on to all this. Oh, shit. I feel what? like you had just watched uh, Monster Squad. Like, yeah. Like oh, you, you want to hold Let's hold that thought for a later chapter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when the aliens come and like all of our humanity and civilization is burned down, this is what they will find. <laughs> All right. So moving on to chapter three, or part three. Part Haunted three. House part three. Trace. The two boys that did not get killed in part two are back with eight friends. <laughs> eight, eight, fr- friends. eight friends. Eight friends. Jesus, they rolled deep. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that night, the ten boys went to the house to sleep in. So that night, as the boys were sleeping, one boy got up got up to find, the to- uh, find a toy to play with. The dollhouse was empty, and he got sucked into the dollhouse. <laughs> of course. Stay the fuck away from that peanut butter, man. <laughs> so the n- nine boys were still asleep, but two boys got up and went to the attic to look into the boxes. But they were empty, and they got sucked in. Yeah, sucked in. So the seven boys got up and started to look for them. But a trap door opened, and they fell. And when the dust cleared, three skeletons and two dead people with blood all over their body. So they ran. You're like plagiarizing yourself. I know. <laughs> so if, it, if it worked the first time, you know. Right? I'd fix it, you know. Uh, so they ran, but one boy tripped and a dead person grabbed him and ate him up. No. So the six boys keep on running, but the boys are trapped in a corner. But right when the creatures are going to eat them, a secret passage. They were in a pitch black room. <laughs> then they heard a noise, so they ran out. But a trap door opened and they fell. Another one. Wow. And then they fell. Many but four boys head on and the three boys fall and the three boys got killed I don't know what that means but that's how I wrote it so that's how I write, typed it up who's the fucking architect H.R. Holmes <laughs> Jesus Christ MCS sure yeah H.R. Holmes yeah. how many levels are in this home so the four boys looked for a vine and they found one so they oh. slid down the vine to look to see where the three boys were dead and they did the boys were laying on some spikes so the boys climbed the vine so they walked on but one boy said, oh, there's dialogue here. I think one of us, I think someone is watching us, one boy said. That is your imagination. Then a dead person grabbed a boy. So the three boys ran as fast as they can. But a trap door opened and they fell. In the garden where a dead person gave them an apple. But the apple had two worms in it. Don't Ew! <laughs> worms! Eat it! So the boys ran to the front yard. Then they sat on a bench. Sure. Then snakes started to come out of the gutter. So the boys ran. Then the wolfman jumped out from behind a bush at them. So the boys hid in the trash cans. But the wolfman heard them. So the boys hid in the garage. But the wolfman found them. So he got one boy and killed him. So the two boys ran to the backyard and through the garden into the graveyard. So the boys hid behind some gravestones. But the wolfman could not find them. So the boys got up and ran into the house. But it was a dead end. A werewolf heard them and ran to them, but they found a secret passage and went through it. 
How many werewolves are we at now? How, many, how many passageways? <laughs> <laughs> how many trap doors? Did the apple have a trap door in it by chance? Ah, but they were in Frankenstein's lab. <laughs> so the boys looked around the lab, but the trap door opened and they fell. They fell up oh. to the front yard. <laughs> so the wolfman can get them, but the wolfman was not there. So the gill man was. So the boys ran under his legs to the boys' home to make some silver bullets. Get some guns and some wooden stakes and get a bow and arrow. Then the boys went back to the house. As the boys were walking, the wolfman jumped out of them, so a boy shot him. And then the gill man came out of the lake, and a boy shot him, and he fell back into the lake. <laughs> then Dracula came out at them, so a boy shot an arrow at him and killed him. Then the mummy tried to kill a boy, but one boy got some slack and shot an arrow into a tree. Oh, God. And the mummy... Don't... Do peered? I have no idea what that word was. I wrote like it, it. I think it was supposed to be disappeared, but horribly misspelled. You tried, buddy. So the boys went home. The end of part three. <laughs> so why would they come back in the first place? <laughs> because they had, to, they had to kill off the evil. Oh. They had to dispatch the evil well, things. It seems like they did. <laughs> they shot Gilman. They shot the werewolf. They shot <laughs> Count Dracula with an arrow. And then they... Fucking Scooby Doo, the mummy. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know the mummy was there. Yeah, <laughs> he just showed up. He just showed up. Post credit cameo. Uh, okay. You know, at the end. Now, Marshall, do you have a trap door fetish? By <laughs> I mean, inquiring minds want to know because I walked past three of them on the way to the basement. <laughs> oh, let's make this a little easier for me now. I'm, I'm kind of also curious where uh, when, you, when you get sucked into a peanut butter jar, <laughs> or you get sucked into a dollhouse, or, or a TV, or, or what uh, have you. What, where do you go? That's a good well, what happens? Well, you I mean, go where just... all the other lost socks go to sock Valhalla. Is it like Poltergeist, where you're there and like just living in the wall in an alternate funky gunky Carol limbo? Carol Ann with Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Let me say her name. One of these in the original, I actually had like pictures on the back of like here's the house and here's the front yard and the graveyard and do you still have them? Yeah, do you still have I'm trying to look for it right now, oh. but I have to look for them later. Yeah, oh, post dude, that yeah. shit on the ground. Take, yeah. take some pictures of those. Here, these were from one I did in high school or something like that. Well, but you have I started beautiful. drawing maps of like the layout. Like uh, here's the trails and then here's the house layout. I, so I could keep track of where my characters were. Well, Marshall, you have beautiful handwriting. That's good cursive. You know what's funny? I look back at like, this is part like, here's handwritten part 11 in cursive. So this was by like fourth grade, maybe fifth grade. That's my handwriting is better then than it is now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so much better back then. <laughs> How are your typing skills compared to your fourth typing grade? Typing skills I can kick my fourth point. grade ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> point. I would beat the <clears throat> shit out of my fourth grade self. All right. That was part two and three. Let's move on to part four. I'm ready. Modern House part four. Oh, These nips are ready. This is still in the nameless <laughs> character type. Stage. The boys. The boys. Oh, actually, nope. There are names in this one that come back. Oh, shit. Oh, so, up. reveal. Here we go. Haunted House Part 4. The two boys that didn't get killed in Part 3 are back with six more friends. Wow. That Who would be friends with these kids? <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Not a good track. Those wearing... eight other boys never came back. <laughs> are the other six, are they all wearing red shirts? <laughs> Yo, it's those kids. Don't hang out with them because all their friends fucking die. But they invited us to a party, so let's go, dude. <laughs> party. Where's the party? At a haunted house. You'll, be, you, you'll see a party play a big theme in the later there episodes. Is, uh, <laughs> there is a shit ton of trap doors, though. Heads up. Um... All right. I'll do trap door. Uh, that morning, the boys went there. The boys are Marshall, Aaron, Zach, Shane, Rick, Corey P., Lauren, and John. So the kids went to the house to sleep in. The girl said, we have to sleep here? Yes. Okay. And that's the end of the dialogue for <laughs> <this entire laughs> I'm 
Easily influenced. I believe that's the end of the dialogue. Uh, that night, they split up into groups. Aaron and Zach, Marshall and Lauren, John and Rick, Corey P and Shane. We took the attic. Aaron's group took the cellar. Shane's group took the upstairs. John's group took the middle floor. Me and Lauren looking at chest, and a dead person with blood all over his face was in there, so we ran to the toy box and got in. Meanwhile, Aaron and Zach were in the cellar, and they looked around, and they saw a room, so they went into it, and it was full of weapons. So he ran up to me and Lauren. We were kissing, and he... (laughs) (laughs) And he scared us to death. He told us what he saw, so we went down and looked, but the room was empty. So we sat and yelled at him. (laughs) (laughs) Then everybody was down there. Then we heard a uh, sound in the room. It sounded like a chainsaw. So we ran up to the bar room and hid behind the bar. Then we heard a scrape on the door. So we ran back to the act and hid uh, and hide. We hide in the toy box again and we started to kiss. Yeah. I like I like this story. <laughs> this one's heating up. Kiss count two. No trap doors yet. <laughs> Speak too soon. Then a trap door opened. <laughs> Lauren and I fell. I hung on, but I let go to see if Lauren was okay. She was. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. So the other kids came too. So we walked on. Then we came to a pit of lava, <laughs> and Corey P slipped into it and died. Corey P's R.I.P. Corey P. Corey P. So we walked on, then came to a cage, and it had a minotaur in it. Whoa. And Rick fell in there, and the minotaur killed him. He fell in the cage? He fell in the cage. Sometimes it'd be like that. (laughs) Then we walked on. It happens. We found our saltus and stars. I have no idea what that is. I just, like I said, wrote it word for word. Then out of the book bookshelf came Freddy and Jason. Whoa! So Zach kicked Jason the nards, and Jason killed him. That, that's, that's what he do. So we, Zach attack! Wow! <laughs> so we ran to the attic, but the wolfman was there. So he jumped out the window and landed in a pool. Oh. Then the gill man, and he pulled Lauren in the water. So I dived into the water and kicked him in the face, and he let go of her. Yeah. I was I was darn mad. I could rearrange the whole world. <laughs> I could have rearranged the whole world. <laughs> or re- re- I don't know. I I no, wrote. I, r- let's run with that. That's all right. Right. Okay. I like it. I like it. There's Keep your new on. shirt. Yeah. I'm, I'm so mad. I rearranged <laughs> the world. world. So I went in the bomb house and got some bombs. <laughs> then I went to the house and put them on for 20 seconds. I so I ran out of there and jumped in the Keep pool, the but the bomb, the bomb came right back yeah. at us. So we ran out of the way and hid in a ditch and then boom the bomb went off (laughs) we were okay (laughs) so we went to my house to talk (laughs) then we went (laughs) what's up baby (laughs) is is Lauren okay (laughs) you guys gonna need some more kissing you need to get some smooching on (laughs) then we went to the house and we were mad darn mad (laughs) so we got Jason and shoved him in the lake I can just see like a bunch of fourth graders like roughhousing Jason. Like, get out of here! Get back on the lake! Yes, like, oh, oh no! Excuse me, he's third grader. Thank oh, you very sorry. much. I don't know. I think I think a pack of third graders could take down a monster. I don't know. They, With the heart they are ruthless. Got to be at least twelve of them though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then Aaron shot the Wolfman and killed him. Yeah. Take that, then the Gill Man came at me, and right when he was go to kill me, a gun went off, and he fell to the ground. Lauren saved my life. Oh, oh. Lauren. So then we went home and partied all night and fell asleep at 6.30 in the morning. 
cancel party don't Damn, stop. We were fucking more <laughs> ragers. <laughs> then we played baseball at one. Then we went to a movie, and it was called Monster Squad. In the middle of the movie, Freddy jumped out at the people. So we said, so we said the words and killed him. Not sure that went. I think you're referencing uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street for yeah. when they do the Dream Masters dance, or I, something like that. There are some words. Yeah, I think that's what it was referencing there. So then we made a club called the Monster Squad. We made cards, weapons. That night we were needed at the museum. There was a mummy and Dracula. Wait, we, we, we made cards and weapons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. We got to let people know who we are. Yep. Uh, that night we were needed at the museum. There was the mummy and Dracula. They were easy. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of bitches. <laughs> Giving it up. And that, my friends, what happens if you go the wrong way? That is my life as a 10-year-old kid in California oh. with his girlfriend and his friends. The end. And that's what happened when Fred Decker and Shane Black sue your ass. So we're in California we're now. We're in California now. Oh, my God. Good job there. Beautiful. Buddy. Oh, man. It's evolving. And that's that was two, three, four. I think I remember Lauren. Because yeah. a lot of these names I recognize because yep. I went to school with you. Yep. So I'm like, did you guys do a lot of smooching? Like with trapdoors no. and shit? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I do remember her. I don't remember her last name. I uh, do. Uh, well, we'll just leave it on. I was going to hear it, but yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> but I remember she had a red Top Gun polo shirt that she wore, like the movie Top Gun. That's kind of dope. It said Top Gun on it, and she had a red polo, and she always her. She had brown hair, always pulled back. Yep. Fuck, what the hell's her last name? I could, I could say it. Say it! Markarian. Markarian, that's it. What's she doing? I was now? like Martinez. I, no I was like Martinez. It's not Martinez. They have three beautiful Here's a story doors. from third grade about that. She, in third grade, she was one of my crushes, obviously. Uh, you <laughs> think? Obviously. <laughs> so, what gave that away? Valentine's Day. Yes. This is back to the day when you didn't have to give Valentine's to every fucking kid to make them happy. You yeah. just gave them to who you liked. So I had my basic, you know, little. You know, like a, a card, you know, postcard like Valentine's, you know, like Ninja Turtles or whatever. I choo choo choose you. Yes, yeah, so, you know, like the card. So I gave out all the cards to, to the all my friends. But then for her, I've got her a box of those heart candies with like the, all those little oh. sayings on them. I gave her a box of heart candies in her Valentine bag. And somebody, I was trying to be sneaky. I didn't want anybody to know it was me that did it. Uh-huh. And somebody saw me put it in there. So I got teased. On Valentine's Day, ooh, you like Lauren? Like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Like, yeah, I obviously just gave her a box of Valentine hearts. <laughs> I remember this because in the playground, she came up to me and she's like, "So who? Marsha gave me this, right?" And I look yeah. at it and it says, "This is what I remember." Oh wait, no, I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, you, you were there. It says to Lauren from question yep. mark. Question mark. <laughs> the Riddler. Yep. yep, I put Damn. question mark on there. Yep. We used to lick off wow. the fucking red stuff and write in with like fine tip uh, red sharpies, like just bad shit. Like you eat balls, and, <laughs> you know. We were I, terrible. I'm really impressed by the level of everyone's brain cells that are left. In the <laughs> I mean, really, the fact that you guys are like going way back to the third grade and you remember Sweet Lauren in her badass. Of course, she's gonna be a badass if she's gonna wear a Top Gun shirt. Top Gun shirt all yeah. the time. But she like I'm really impressed, guys. Yeah, Lauren and Shannon were my two big crushes fantastic. in grade school. I, um, Shannon Edwards? No, that we I didn't go. Was, um, wait. Yeah, it was Shannon Edwards. You guys remember this shit. And I remember, she yeah, was hot. She was <laughs> Aaron's crush was Aaron had a crush had on Lizzie. And you're on a list. She had noobs. Like new boobs. 
Aaron had a crush yes, on Lizzie. Yeah, yeah. Lizzie yeah. Lawson was I said yeah. news, as in new boobs. Um, you know, like, yeah. Anyway, so that's 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 the early parts of the haunted house. Now, now story that we've like. just confessed our now, third grade crushes yeah. to the world, here's another story. Ooh. Why <laughs> why did they go on so long? Because at one point, Aaron dared me to write, take the story up to twenty chapters you should write it up to 20 i'm like challenge accepted i don't remember that but i bet i did wow. you did yeah so i did <laughs> but we're gonna jump from part four to part 12 because then it gets part 12 <laughs> is very different and then 13 on is all like um, almost one big story i believe with actual dialogue that we can get the rest of the people our, our cast involved in so we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna sign parts and we come back we will start we, we will pick up with haunted house part 12 all right, uh, we're back from break. We're back from break, and we're getting ready to start Haunted House Part Twelve. Now, ha- Haunted House Part Twelve. How? What? Do you, were you still in third grade? Do you remember, like, have a reference of how old you were? Yeah, what I'm trying to remember what. Uh, I may have been in fourth grade by this time. I mean, we're moving up. In we're the moving world. up. We're moving up. I can tell you, it is approved. Um, so Haunted House Part Twelve. Uh, we finally have some cast members, but again, dialogue is very, very basic and very minimal at this point. But we're moving on. Uh. Again, for some of you, some of you uh, in the know, may have picked up my the inspiration for this for this just chapter if you uh, grew up in the '80s and had a Nintendo. So, um, <laughs> so uh, let's get with it. Um, reading Marshall, playing Marshall, we have Aaron Southwick. Hey, playing Lizzie, we have Miss Sarah Samples. Well, hello. And playing Plant is Mr. Nachos McWerewolf. Hi. There we go. Haunted House, part 12. Mike R., Lizzie, Marshall, Sarah C., Casey, Matt, and Robert were telling ghost stories around a small fire when it started to blow and rain, so we made a shelter. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's Aaron? (laughs) Yeah, you're not in this one yet. He was one of the nameless boys that died Uh, in the upper ones. This had to be at least fourth grade because you would move. I moved, moved So, yeah. Oh, wait, Mike. Uh, no, no, wait, Mike R. This had to be fifth grade. Ah. Because Mike R. and Sarah C., yeah, they were at Abe Link with me. So this was fifth grade after I moved. Gotcha. So, so there we go. We're in fifth grade now. So gotcha. puberty is on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Smoochin's going to get a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry for the interruption. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, when it started to blow and rain, so we made a shelter. It was a medium lean to. It was ah. big enough to hold all of us. Very specific. Then a large meteor hit the ground. Then a big explosion <laughs> followed it. The meteor hit behind the old Victorian mansion that used to be haunted for 11 years. So the haunted house from the previous stories. Oh. <laughs> it quit being haunted? or it, Apparently it just quit being haunted. Something happened in chapter 11 that I haven't gotten to 11 yet. 11 years ago. Uh, but some people in their mid-30s bought it. <laughs> Are they hipsters? Are they have under They're probably hipsters. <laughs> They were, no, no, we're talking the 80s. They were yuppies, probably. Oh, yeah, oh this yeah, was yeah. 90s. This was 90s now. This would have oh, been 91. Okay. So you still got, you guys still got some yuppie left over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yuppie residue. Uh, we walk up the stairs <laughs> yeah. to the front door. The door is locked. So I went to the window and opened it. I snuck in and I locked the front door for the rest of the guys. They came in. <laughs> the place was huge. Doors on every wall. Stairs going up and down. So we started our search. Then a green woman in a nurse's suit came down the hall. Whoa. Then the power went out for one minute. It came back on, but Robert was gone. So was the green nurse. We went upstairs. In front of us was a steel door. To the right was a wood door, and the left was a wood door. We went to the left. It was an art room. We got a bowl (laughs) of wax fruit and left. (laughs) 
<laughs> then we opened the steel door. In that room was a staircase and a can of Pepsi. <laughs> we picked clear? up the Pepsi can. Was it clear Pepsi? It, no, oh, I don't oh, think oh, clear. Oh, Crystal oh, clear oh. hadn't come out yet. Okay, well, sorry, all we wanted was a Pepsi. Yeah. Um, mm, and we walked Pepsi. up the stairs. A green tentacle came charging at us. It said, Phoebe and you can pass. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> then it was thirsty, so we gave it the Pepsi. <laughs> it let us pass. Nope. Matt opened the door and went in. The green woman caught him. But as that happened, the power went out for one minute. So we went on. <laughs> we opened a door and a green tentacle turned Casey's arm into slime. Soon, Casey was a big blob of slime. Oh. He disappeared into nowhere. We continued our search for the others but the, and for the meteor. We opened the door at the end of the hall. It was the bathroom. I said, Anyone have to go? After five minutes, we started up again. Sarah opened the shower curtain and a mummy grabbed Sarah and pulled her into the tub's drain. <laughs> We ran out of the bathroom. We went to Dr. Fred's room and found a wanted poster that said, call 911 if you see a purple meteor. Who the fuck is Dr. Fred? <laughs> Obviously, he owns the house. <laughs> so we grabbed the poster and ran. But as Mike Rose came out of the door, Dr. Fred hit him on the head and ran to his room and locked the door behind him. We banged, knocked, kicked, punched the door, but it wouldn't open. But after a minute 38, the door opened. <laughs> The most specific time frame. I want to know who's timing this. Dr. Freed, I think, is it like Dr. Freud from House by the Cemetery? No, just Dr. Fred. Oh, fair enough. Moving on. Um, uh, after minute 38, the door opened, but they weren't anywhere in sight. Lizzie and I walked to the front door. I opened the door and started to walk out. When Lizzie grabbed the back of my shirt and said, uh, Don't leave you friends here. Something bad might happen to them. I walked out of the house and shut the door behind me. Lizzie opened, and, uh, opened the door and grabbed the back of my shirt and turned me around and kissed me on the lips. Hey, that's my girl. <laughs> then she left. I walked back to the camp and put out the fire. <laughs> Took the lean-to down. Meanwhile, Lizzie was looking for the others. When the green nurse came and grabbed her, I heard her scream. I came running back to the mansion. I hope she's still alive. I thought to myself. <laughs> I finally got back to the house. She was putting up a good fight as I looked in the window. Then the nurse took out a shot and stuck her with it. She was knocked out. When the nurse left, she dropped Lizzie on the floor, but the door uh, but the door with no doorknob. I opened the window and snuck in. I ran over Lizzie when the green nurse came down with a machine in her hands. She picked up Lizzie and carried her away to the door with no doorknob. It opened up for her. I grabbed the door before it shut, but it overpowered me and shut. I found a way in. It was very dark uh, in the room. Then a light came on. It was a lab. Dr. Fred and the green nurse were in the room. So were my friends, but they were in big machines. The machines had wires, tubes, buttons, levers, and lights all over them. I hid behind a nuclear reactor. <laughs> and then all my hair fell off. With the two... <laughs> when the two left the room, I got out of my hiding place and unlocked the glass containers that held each of the guys. Lizzie was still knocked out, so I had to carry her out. As we approached the front door, the doctor and nurse came down the hall. They saw us, so I gave Lizzie to Mike. They ran out the door. I stayed and fought. Ooh! The doctor and nurse came at me. I grabbed a metal bar and hit them on the head. They fainted. <laughs> oh, my! <laughs> the size of that knife! <laughs> I ran out the door. We found a telephone and called the police. They came about 10 minutes later. They got the doctor and the nurse. Then the family that bought the house got home. 
They thanked us. Oh, Wait, God. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they bought this house. There's plants and Dr. Fred and green nurses and nuclear reactors. Yep. They're like kind of unaware of this. Yeah, unaware. It's a fixer up. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they thanked us. The police rewarded us. We all got $100. <laughs> We all got movies, games for the NES, and a large treehouse made for seven kids. Made for seven kids. <laughs> Not made out of seven kids, though. As for the meteor, Dr. Fred, the uh, the green nurse, and the green tentacle, they were put on a large rock and blasted into space back to their home planet. Perfect. Also aliens. We had a big party at our new treehouse. We had some more friends over. We played NES, Clue, Clue Master Detective, Whoa, I Life, played that one. Monopoly, and we and we went to get out our sleeping bags. We had cookies and told ghost stories, <laughs> and finally we fell asleep. The <laughs> end. Yes. I want to have that kind of night. No, but like, so is that the fire marshal says like the maximum load for this treehouse is seven? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, for, for more, all you, you out had there. more friends over. I mean, how did you all fit in the treehouse? They were made for seven kids. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was only made for seven. It was a tight fit. Lizzie had a concussion, so she couldn't make it. <laughs> so um, here's the big question. Uh, Aaron might know this. I, I do. Anybody, anybody want to guess what the reference was for that story? It's a it's a Nintendo game. Yes, uh, it is. Monster Mansion, right? Maniac, no, Maniac, Maniac, uh, Maniac Mansion. Fuck out you're right. Yeah. Is that a LucasArts flick or joint? No, I, I don't think that was a LucasArts game. And by the way, just for fun, you were asked about this earlier. This chapter I made into a book, or tried to, complete oh. with cover art. Oh my god! Stapled wow. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, was that for like young authors? Did you turn? Did you ever do young authors? Yeah, I did. I don't yeah. know if this was. I think this was just me being stupid. Oh, and man. complete a with genius. Awesome. Complete with blurb, critic blurb on the back. Oh yes, <laughs> which reads. Uh, seven kids see a meter hit the ground behind the old mansion. They go to see w- what it happened, but they ran into some strange and crazy things. Can those kids make it out of the old place alive, or will they bite the dust? And then the burler from the Craig is, if you like a good crazy story, this book is for you, New York Times. <laughs> Whoa. Damn, that's some credentials Marshall. right there. The Times. How clean those lines are in that drawing. You're in like fifth grade. You know you're out there with a ruler, like erasing and like making it perfect. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Some authors live their whole lives and never get picked up by the New York Times. You are really. I did it in fifth it. grade. Yeah. It's like compare yourself to Marshall, then kill yourself. <laughs> it's over. What did you do in the fifth grade? Exactly. All right. Now we'll move on to part thirteen. Uh, this is, I think, uh, uh, no, no, this is a continuation. So, oh. um, so this is going to pick up from the, from, af- from the, the, left the off. after party. Yeah. Nice. So where, where, we, where everyone partied with Nintendo games playing multiple versions cookies. of Clue, Live, Monopoly with milk and cookies. Yo, Master yeah. Detective Clue. You kind of threw me <laughs> off with that one, man. Fuck yeah, I'm surprised they put two clues in there. But clue and Master Detective. Like, how many people you got playing Monopoly? That could take like three hours. That's yeah, horrible. I've never finished a game of Monopoly in my life. <laughs> well, you, you know these kids do stay up till 6.30 a.m. Oh, yeah, they party. I forget. And then later at 1, they go play baseball. They party like six in the moan. Because after... After the party, it's the after party. That like, is correct. That's the most St. Louis thing. It's like, hey, kids, let's wake up, play baseball after a sleepover. God, they one figure they're not drinking. They're just going through uh, jugs of Sunny D and purple stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, An orange drink. I, I orange loved orange, drink. the generic orange drink. Uh, barrel and, drinks. 
And uh, uh, oh, dude, those are dope. Yeah. Uh, and fucking Jolt Cola. <laughs> oh, oh yes, Jolt, Cola. man, doing lines of pixie sticks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we move on, thirteen again, we're gonna take a quick break so I can re- uh, sign parts and hand out scripts. So we will be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Parts are handed out. Scripts are ready, and we're ready to go for Haunted House, part 13. Oh, this is uh, the unlucky edition. Yeah, yeah. 13. Uh. I'm not sure where this story goes from here, but um, I guess, I don't know. I already like the beginning. (laughs) All right, so here we go. The next night after the aliens got shot back into space. So the very next night, we these guys go hard. Man, <laughs> the family invited us over for a party. So More party. So the family that owned the house as gratitude invited us over for a party. So we came. They gave us soda, cookies, and pizza. We slept over there at their house. Wait a minute. Oh, weird. <laughs> then it started to rain. Then about 10 minutes later, the doorbell rang. Mike opened it, and there stood Heather... Mike and Heather kissed. We all went to bed. Matt and Rob shared a room. Lizzie, Sarah, and I shared a room. What? Mike and Heather shared a room. I slept in a sleeping bag, but the two girls shared a bed. Such a gentleman. In the middle of the night, Lizzie oh. came down and got in the sleeping bag with me. We all fell out of bed when we heard Matt scream. We ran to their room, but Rob wasn't there. Matt pointed at the window. We ran over to it. Then we looked down, and there was Rob's body. We tied Matt up in a chair. Then I said, How could you do such a thing? And then we left him. Tie your buddy to a chair? We walked downstairs to get some food. Then Mike had to go to the pot. When he didn't come back, Heather went to look for him. She found him in the living room. She said, Follow me, Mike. He did. (laughs) They stopped at at the broom closet and turned on the lights and pulled on a coat hanger, and a door opened. Mike said, how did you do that? Oh, how'd you know about that? (laughs) I knew about it because I used to live here. They started down the stairs. They kept on walking down the stairs. Then Heather stopped and turned around. They started to kiss. (laughs) Then, (laughs) and then, (laughs) somebody had to highlight. They all came back to the kitchen in six minutes. We finished our food. Then Heather had to get, go get something from her bag. We moved to the living room to watch some TV. Then we heard Heather scream. Ah! Heather came running down the stairs. I came up, up to see how he was doing. Then I saw he was dead. Heather said, and then the power went out. I said, I thought I saw a lantern and a flashlight in the kitchen. We lit the lantern. We walked over to the door. I tried to open it, but a tree fell. It was blocking the door. So we sat down to talk. We played truth or dare. We made a big circle. I was in the middle. Mike asked me. Truth or dare? I said. Dare. Okay, Marshall. You and Lizzie go in the broom closet. Sure. We got in the broom closet and talked. We came in five minutes. (laughs) This is dicey. This went from young adult to fucking like sophomore porn. Love that game. Then the two adults came down the stairs. I yelled softly, Everybody hide! 
Then a rat ran out from, uh, r- ran out in front of the broom closet. Heather jumped out and ate it. She's a vampire. We ran to the basement. They were running down the stairs. I said, Mike, you take Sarah and Lizzie and try to get out. What about you? I'll try to hold them off. Lizzie kissed me on my cheek. Now get out of here! They ran off. I hope Mike knows where he's going. I ran further into the dark basement. I ran to a dead end. Then the wall turned, and I was in an underground church. I looked around. Then I saw a gold cross on the altar. I need to borrow this. Hope you don't mind. Then I ran out to the underground church the same way I got in. I was running back to the stairs when the man popped up out of the corner. I fell over. He started at me. Then I grabbed the cross and pointed it at him. He disintegrated. I finally reached the stairs and started up. But as I reached the top, the female charged at me. So I shined the cross in her face. And so she turned to stone. Kick that bitch. I ran up the stairs to the top floor to get our stuff. Then Heather jumped down and bit me on my arm. I grabbed the cross and I hit her on the back. She died. I got our stuff and Heather and walked down the stairs and out the front door. Mike, Lizzie, and Sarah were across the street waiting for me. Lizzie ran up to me and kissed me. I'm sorry, Mike. She attacked me. We buried her in the ground, and for a marker, we used the cross. Then Lizzie saw the two teeth marks and said, Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I out my arm, I out my, put my arm around Lizzie. We all walked home talking and laughing. <laughs> Yo, what if the Heather end was... of part four, part 13. What if Heather was Dang. Jewish though? You know, you have to do the star in David. You're right. I did not take into account that Heather might've been Jewish, oh. a Jewish vampire. Damn it. Came in five minutes. Five oh my God. That was the best. She knew what she was doing. Man. Apparently so did Marshall. And then we quit that game. We quit that game after that. We quit that game because we just just smoked cigarettes. Went and got some pizza. Hey, baby. Played some Nintendo. Played some Nintendo. That is a... I'll call you theme. Damn, girl. Do you want to play Detective Advance? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a real dumb shoe. Or cum shoe. All right. Let's move on to part 14. So... Jesus uh, Christ. Marshall for okay, Aaron. Okay. Uh, give that to Chris for Mike. Uh, Lizzie and Sarah for Sarah. Oh, I get to be Sarah. Okay. And uh, Nachos, you get to be Dunn and Jeremy. All right. All right. Well, that's a heavy script right there. There we go. Haunted House, <laughs> part 14. We got home about 10 a.m. <laughs> Lizzie fell asleep. Mike got lots of food. <laughs> Sarah was was in the bathtub. Whoa. Mike and I watched a movie. Sarah got out of the tub and about five minutes later, we wake Lizzie up. Then we walked over to Tim's house. He was having a small party. Dumb, or Dunn, sorry, typo. Dunn, Christy, Kurt, Kevin, Jeremy, and Sarah T. Uh, Mike left the party by 1130. He started down the road towards the place where we buried Heather. When he got there, I think that's highlighted for Chris, I think. It should be. Anyway, when he got no. there, uh-oh. Oh, no. I apologize. That was my mistake then. He grabbed the gold cross and ran back to the party. What's wrong, Mike? Sarah asked. He tossed the cross into my hands and said, Does this give you a clue? Oh, shit. She's back. Who's back? Heather. Has done. Oh, Heather. <laughs> First we got into gr- first we get into groups. Lizzie, Kurt, Jeremy, Sarah T, all of you will go with me. Sarah, Dunn, Kevin, Chrissy, all of you go with Mike. Second turn on all the lights in the house. Oh, Tim, you'll be in Mike's group. 
So Mike's group walked down to Tim's basement to look around. My group looked around the upper level. We were walking down a dark and long hallway when a hand grabbed Kurt and pulled him into the wall. We reached the end of the hall. I took roll call. Lizzie? Here. Jeremy? Here. Sarah? Here. Kurt? Kurt! I looked by and there was Kurt's body lying on the floor. Oh, shot. <laughs> yeah, typo. That's supposed to be shoot. <laughs> or misspelling, actually, because I just copied this word first. So, yeah, it's supposed to be shoot. Not shit, though. All no. Right. Not, not shit. Uh, I was not into my cursing stage yet. Well, you got one in here. You got a shit in here. Oh, okay, I do. All right, maybe I do. Uh, I have shit now. Down in the basement, Mike was leading his group out of the house through the basement. Then Kevin wandered off into the darkness of the basement. The wall opened up and he walked in. He flew out with no arms or legs. Oh, shit. We never saw him when they started to look again. We were still in the dark and very long haul. I was leading the group. Then Lindsay, Sarah, and Jeremy. As we were walking, the trap door opened up and Jeremy fell. Of course. The door closed. A blob of red goop. It ate Jeremy alive and whole. We finally got out of the hallway. Mike and his group. What's this? Asked Mike. It was a dial on the wall. He turned it. Two steel walls came falling out of the ceiling, crushing Dunn. They were trapped. Dunn got turned into a Dunn sandwich. <laughs> then the ground started to disappear slowly. <laughs> then Mike noticed an opening in the ceiling, so they made a ladder. But Christy fell. She hit the ground with a boom. <laughs> then the ground disappeared from under, under, and she fell down, down, down. Mike and them could hear her screams. Mike heard a loud crash. I led my group to the game room. We took a rest. Then we played a game of pool. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden, the pool. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the pool table turned into a black hole. It started to suck everything into it. We had to hold on to things to stop from being sucked in. Then Sarah T lost her grip and got sucked in. It turned back into a regular pool table after that. Who's your guidance counselor? Mother yeah. Yeah. Teresa. <laughs> Yeah, well, to be continued in well, chapter 15. Fuck them, they're dead anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, done with done. Oh, my God. Okay. Well played. Good job, everybody. Oh, shot. All right, so. <laughs> oh, shot. <laughs> All right, in part, in part 15, uh, Miss Sarah Samuels will be taking a break because I do not believe there are any uh, girl parts in this one. Uh. Well, I know a couple of them are dead. Most of them yeah, are, yeah. right? Um, yeah, sorry. You got to get some new crushes. <laughs> I got to get some rest from all that whoring. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's Marshall scripts. Oh, my God. This is a lot more. Yeah. Sorry, dialogue gets a lot more in these. What did Slauson say in uh, fucking Terrorist Trap? It's like, you could shoot your wife for whoring or something <laughs> like that. Or whoring. That's, that's a, mine. That's a great movie. Um, Mike R. Okay, so Mike Rose and Chris will also be reading Zach. So pass that down to him. Chris and Zach. Ooh. And unfortunately... Oh, sorry, Mike and, and Mike and Zach, yeah. Wait a minute. Part 15. I take that wrong. I take it back. Uh, Sarah, you will be reading Natalie. There oh. is a part for you. Natalie. Oh, yeah, I could hold this. I could be Zach. Um, I want her to be more bookwormy. Hi, guys. Okay, All right, so uh, nachos. I should retain you. Oh, Oh, Nachos. Do it. good right. <laughs> you will be very busy. For right. you will be reading Mike S. Okay. Casey, Ryan, Andy, and Bernie. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Because <laughs> uh, I should have said this at the beginning. Eric was the Cincinnati Jeff was supposed to be here, but he got a case of the pussifies. Yeah, he has And eight. he decided not to come. 
So no, he he actually got sick. He he couldn't make it. So actually, he um, came in five minutes. He came but, in five uh, minutes. Then he couldn't come here. Um, but of course, so we miss him. Hopefully, he gets better soon. But yeah, he was supposed to be here. So a lot of these parts are getting more people. This this is a little thicker. I need to make some wiener water. All right, we'll take. All right, we will take a quick break as wiener water. Real quick. Um, here we go. Quick break. All right, we're back and we're ready. Scripts handed out, ready for Haunted House, part 15. When we got home, we found Zach, Casey, Tom, Mike S., and Natalie having a party. We walked in. Natalie ran over to me and kissed me on my cheeks. Mike Rose asked me, How did they get in? I gave Zach a key. I told Mike. Casey asked, Where were you guys last night? (laughs) You don't want to know. I replied. I asked Mike if he wanted to go to the to Farmore to pick up some videos. Do you have a car? He asked me. Yeah, I got a Ferrari Testarossa. <laughs> we got the Lost Boys, Silver Bowl, and Nightmare on Elm Street 4. We got home about 10 p.m. We watched the Lost Boys. I left the room because I've seen the movie already and I wanted to be alone. Then Natalie walked into the room. What's with you guys? She asked. I just miss my old pals that I lost yesterday. You still got me and those guys. Yeah, you're right. But it seems that every time I turn around, I'm losing people I like. Shannon, Lauren, John, Matt, Shane, Aaron, Zach Ruman. Natalie gave me a hug and kiss. She said, I won't leave you. Now, let's go finish the movie. At the end of the movie, the doorbell rang. Mike and I went to answer it. I opened the door, and there stood Heather. Holy shit! I yelled and slammed the door shut. We ran down the stairs to warn the others. We hid in the secret passage. Casey took off his sunglasses and a laser beam came out of his eyes. <laughs> it hit Heather. <laughs> she fell with a th- uh, she fell to the with a thud. We ran over to see uh, uh, is she was dead. <laughs> Heather grabbed him with her wings and bit him, turning Casey into a vampire. We ran upstairs. They followed us. Heather was back in her human form. Run to the attic! I yelled. We got to the attic. Shit! My guns and everything else is gone! They caught up with us. Casey fired his beam and hit Sarah. Sarah blew up and died. (laughs) Then Casey fired and Mike rose. Mike R did a double front flip dodging it. Then a back flip dodging it again. Casey, again, Mike R did a triple handstand flip, dodging three shots. That's one nimble, motherfucker. Then dived under another shot. Mike got back to his feet. Casey ran towards Mike Mike R. Mike R picked up Casey up above his head and threw him out the window. Mike R's a bad. (laughs) Casey fell into my pool filled with holy water. (laughs) Casey screamed. Who's Casey? Casey screamed. It's not on my script. Oh, sorry. Uh, Casey screamed. Oh, shit! <laughs> his long, Casey screamed as long as I at the same time. He was melting. <laughs> Casey was gone. The only thing left of him was his lungs on the side of the pool. <laughs> I found the secret passage in the wall. We all ran in. But Tom got caught by Heather, and Tom became a vampire. We didn't know that until we got out of the passage. When Tom charged us, Mike Rose did a flying spin kick to Tom's face. Tom fell on his face. We ran upstairs and hid in a large storage room. Tom came up the stairs. He walked past us. Mike hit a button on the floor. Click. Mike fell into a hole. We ran to the hole and looked down. Mike, 
Mike, are you okay? I yelled down to him. Mike yelled back. Yeah, I'm fine. Come on down. So we jumped down, but as but as we shut the trap door, Tom walked in. I never knew about this before. I said. Then Heather and Tom jumped down the trap door. We ran as fast as we could away from Tom. Tom jumped at us. He grabbed Natalie. I ran and punched him in the face. Whack. He let go of Natalie. We ran again. Tom was still after us. Then a trap door opened and we fell. We found ourselves in my bedroom. Oh. Whoa. Then Tom fell down the hole. We ran out of the room. Tom ran after us. Uh, where's Heather? Asked Zach. I don't know. I answered. We ran to the bathroom to hide. The two vampires were still outside uh, in the door. Uh, then Lizzie stepped on a tile, making the bathtub move. We could see a stairway leading underground. We followed it. The walls and ceiling were made of dirt. I heard water dripping on in the distance. We found a spring under a rock. All of us had some water to drink. The tunnel started uphill. At the end of the tunnel was a wooden door above us. I opened it up. I opened it all the way. We were in the den. Then my watch beeped. Midnight. Oh no, it's midnight. They'll be, they'll be at their meanest, so stay close together and be careful. I told them. We all got out of the tunnel. I turned on my computer and loaded my search disk. It monitored the whole house. <laughs> Natalie asked me. What is that? We can see and hear the vampires wherever they are. I said. Cool. Said Mike S. Where are they? Uh, said Zach. They're in the hallway outside the door. I said. Natalie pushed aside the dresser. There was a passage behind it. So we followed it. The passage led to the workroom. When all of a sudden, Heather and Tom appeared out of nowhere. Zach tried to run, but Tom grabbed his shirt. Tom picked up Zach and slammed his face into a saw blade. <laughs> we ran for the door, but it was locked. Tom came running at Mike R. Mike R did a jumping spin kick to Tom's face. He fell with a thud. We ran down the stairs and hid. The vampires followed. We were in the conservatory. We hid behind the plants. Somebody said plant? <laughs> Tom was throwing plants everywhere trying to find us. My babies. He was getting closer by a second. I jumped out the window, breaking the glass. <laughs> I was cut all over. The others followed. So did Tom and Heather. We ran for the barn where I stored my weapons. The barn was locked, so we ran back to the house. <laughs> Tom and Heather were close behind. We ran for the front door. Luckily, we make it in time. We locked the doors and windows. Tom bursted through the window. He grabbed Mike S. and threw him against the wall. Oh. Mike Rose jumped at Tom, but Tom moved. Mike went out the window. <laughs> Mike S. got up and ran at Tom, but Mike S. Uh, Mike, Mike S. tackled Tom. You got sacked. Tom disappeared. So did Heather. We ran to see what happened to Mike R. He was lying on the ground, bleeding from glass cuts. We helped Mike back inside. The doorbell rang. Ding dong. I opened it. There was Ryan, Andy, Sean, and Bernie. <laughs> We walked back to the rest of the guys. What the hell are you guys doing here? M asked Mike R. What the heck happened to you guys? Asked Ryan. Mike R was back on his feet, so we walked down the hall. We walked into the kitchen to get some drinks. <laughs> then we went to the living room. We drank and talked for like an hour or so. <laughs> when Andy fell to the floor, followed by Sean, Bernie, Ryan, Natalie, Lizzie, Mike S., Mike R., and then me. We woke up in a big room tied to a wall. Rattlesnakes were in a cage about 15 feet away. Where's Sean? Asked Mike R. He was poisoned. Said Andy. <laughs> all of a sudden, the ropes came undone, and we all fell to the floor. The snake cage opened, and they came out. A snake bit Andy in the shin. Andy screamed in pain. <laughs> Mike R. picked up Andy and carried him to the door. 
We opened the door and ran for the bedroom. Mike R. set Andy down on the bed, but it was too late. Oh, he damn. was dead. Sorry. Oh, damn. Said Bernie. <laughs> then Tom and Heather came through the door. Yelled Mike R. Tom ran for Bernie. Bernie tried to move, but he was trapped. Tom broke his neck. The rest of us ran out the door and down the hall. Heather followed us. We ran to the garage, but when we got there, I saw my car tires were flat. (laughs) Heather ran in and went for Lizzie. Lizzie gave Heather a bad backhand that took her taste out of her mouth. (laughs) Heather (laughs) Heather grabbed Lizzie and bit her. She became a vampire. Oh, no. Not Lizzie. Tom ran in and punched Mike R. in the gut. Ryan gave Tom an uppercut. Lizzie attacked Mike R. She was about to bite him when Mike S. punched Lizzie in the neck. On the neck. Punched her on the neck. On the neck. That's a weird spot. Yep. Ow. (laughs) Natalie kicked Heather to the ground. We ran to the porch and out to the pool. I pulled open the trap door lid. We all jumped down into the tunnel. We came out in the hall. We ran into the kitchen and out to the tool shed. I grabbed two hammers and three wooden stakes. (laughs) Then we ran back to the garage. We found waiting for us Heather, Tom, and Lizzie. Ryan ran towards Tom with the hammer in one hand and the stake in the other. Tom punched Ryan in the chin, making him drop them. Mike S. ran towards Tom and tackled him to the ground. Mike slugged him in the gut as hard as he could. (laughs) Mike grabbed a stake and a hammer. All of a sudden, Lizzie tackled Mike S. off Tom. Tom got up and ran for Mike Rose. He grabbed Mike and ran off. Oh, shit. Ryan got up and ran over to us. Heather and Lizzie disappeared. We heard a loud scream. It must be Mike. Said Mike S. Mike S. Ryan, you two search upstairs. I said. Then the doorbell rang. I opened the door and there was Mike Rose hanging from a rope with one arm, Ah! one leg, cuts and scratches all over and his stomach cut open. We cut him down. (laughs) Then Tom tackled uh, tackled brother Mike S. I don't know why that's there. Uh, But Tom tackled brother Mike S. They're not brothers. I don't know. They're not. Uh, They got into a fight. I ran into the kitchen and got some garlic. I ran back into the main hall. I shoved the garlic down Tom's throat. He blew up. Kaboom! We ran upstairs and into the nursery. In the nursery, found waiting for us was Heather and Lizzie. Lizzie turned into a giant bat and flew over and grabbed Mike S. She flew up and dropped him. Mike jumped up. We ran out of the room and out of the house. To be continued in part 16. Well done. Sorry, I flubbed my line. There was a lot going on. There's there's very action-packed. Jesus. And Mike R. is a (laughs) badass. Well, he was. I don't anticipate him coming back anymore. I don't know. We've we've had some resurrection. We've had some continuity issues. And and apparently I'm dead. (laughs) Aaron's gone. Or is? All right. So you missed the uh, the closing after the credit scene. Aaron shows he's like, God damn, there's a lot of <laughs> vampires that need to get their dicks sucked. All right, <laughs> murder, murder. <laughs> Part sixteen. Aaron's here's Marshall. Uh, apparently, I lost my continuity because here's Mike Rose. Part. Oh. <laughs> Do we explain the resurrection at all? Was, I don't think so. He was only um, kind of dead. Sarah, um, you get this one we off. Mostly and Mike, you get Mike S again and BJ this time. Whoa, who's BJ? BJ? What's he sound like? Are we going to take a pause or are BJ, we just jumping into this? Uh, BJ was a jock. He was a he was kind of a... He's Chad. He oh, was a wrestler shit. and a football player. He played for Little Devils or Low Knights or whatever like that. Little Devil? And he wrestled in high school and stuff like that. So, can, can I see my old script? Who, who was this Mike, Mike S? Who did I have? I have no idea who Mike S is. I do not like Mike. Uh, who was Mike S? 
Oh, that was me. Okay. Well, I was my guy. Regular voice. Like, was he a nerd? Like, what? He was regular voice. Okay. Okay. So he's a nerd. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Not the Ferrari Testarossa. <laughs> they let the, uh, the air out of my Ferrari Testarossa tires? Yep. Come on. God, that's so fucking 80s. I love it. Yep. I love it. When I saw that, it was like tears started forming in my eyes. It was like a Thunderbird with a bitchin' eagle. Like, it had fucking Hot Wheels flame stripes, and if you got a wet, it changed colors. All right, so this, I will say, I think this one ends abruptly, but, and then it goes into 17. Yeah, I don't, there's so, not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, there's not a lot, not a lot in this one. All right, so here we go. Haunted House, part 16. Hmm. As we were running down the road towards Long Beach, California. <laughs> <laughs> we're running. We're running to Long Beach. <laughs> running towards Long Beach, California. A car drove past us. The Lamborghini rounded a corner up ahead. Isn't that your car? Asked Mike R. Yeah, that's my car. I responded. That means vampires are in the car. I wonder where they're going. Asked Mike S. They're not heading for the city, I know that. I said. After a while of walking, we came to a group of 16 to 18-year-old teens on the side of the road. Their van was totaled. We're only a mile or so from Long Beach. Why don't you come with us? I asked. They agreed. On our way to Long Beach, we introduced ourselves. Their names were Justin, Aaron, BJ, Allison, Ryan, Lizzie, Ben, and Casey. (laughs) When we arrived in Long Beach, we, we looked for a place to stay. Mike S. found an empty warehouse we could stay in. Mike Ark, who's actually back from the dead, <laughs> kicked down the door. Why-ya! Justin flipped on the light switch. When he did, there, standing in front of us were Heather, Heather Starman? Okay. And Tom and two va- the two vampires. Lizzie screamed and turned to run. And when we got to the door, a huge axe came flying down from the door from the axe cut right into her stomach. Blood came flying out everywhere. Lizzie's body was just hanging on the axe. This is a different Lizzie than the vampire in the last story. Uh, probably or not. <laughs> probably not. Just curious. Yeah. Alternate universe. The bitch is back. Um, multiverse, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. The multiverse yep. of Marshall. <laughs> it's still That's the MCU. Sad. It's still the MCU. It's canon. Um, the rest of us ran. Tom grabbed Casey. Tom wadded Casey up into a ball and threw him into a coal burner. <laughs> we ran into the lounge. When Tom and Heather ran in, we opened the blinds and let in the sunlight. Heather died instantly. Tom grabbed Shit. BJ and bit him on the neck and then died. Fuck. <laughs> then we closed the shades. The vampires are finally... De- oh, that's not my line. Oh, the vampires are finally dead. Said Mike R. BJ looked at the blender and grabbed it. What are you going to do with the blender? Asked Mike R. BJ grabbed Mike R and shoved Mike's arm into the blender, <laughs> then his body in. After Mike was all cut up, BJ drank him. <laughs> Man, that must be like a ninja. <laughs> the rest of us ran out of the room. As Allison passed BJ, he grabbed her and ripped her arms off. Get over then here. he grabbed her and pulled her head off by pulling her hair. We hid behind the coal burner. We could see Casey's body still burning. BJ came out eating Allison's head. <laughs> BJ found us. He grabbed Mike S and threw him up against the wall. Ah! Justin pushed BJ's face first into a buzzsaw. Where? <laughs> when BJ got up, there was a huge gash in his face. face. BJ charged at Justin, but he moves. BJ grabbed Ben and threw him onto the saw blade. Ben's skinny body was lying on the saw blade, his mouth wide open with blood coming out. Ben's stomach cut in two. His insides were hanging out. Someone didn't like Ben. 
Aaron walked up to BJ to try to calm him down. That idea didn't work because just as Aaron got closer, and BJ took a hot iron and pushed Aaron's face onto it. <laughs> when she was dead, her face looked like a squished burnt tomato. Justin, Ryan, and I ran out the door and into the street. We saw Miss Kerchief walk on by on her walking stick. <laughs> I pushed BJ I her onto the road. A huge semi-truck ran her over. When it passed, all that was left was her walking stick. We looked down the road, and there was her head caught in the axle under the truck was Miss Kerchief. Her body was being dragged down the road by the semi. God damn. Wasn't she the principal? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, she a was teacher? A, she she was a teacher. She wasn't the principal. I know that. Uh, then our school bus pulled up, because, of course, uh, Kelsey led us on. BJ jumped on the roof. Kelsey started to drive down the road. BJ ripped off the roof and pulled Kelsey out. Then he saw a bloody. We saw. Then we saw a bloody arm go flying off the roof. Kelsey fell back in. His head got stuck in the steering wheel. The wheel kept on turning until Kelsey's head flew off. We jumped out the emergency door. Justin, Ryan, and I ran for a safe place to hide. Ryan tripped and fell. BJ ripped out Ryan's skeleton. Ryan's body was a flap of skin lying on the street. Blood was all over the place. BJ was totally covered in blood from his head to feet. Metal. Justin and I ran to a church. BJ followed us. When we got in, we found some holy water. Then BJ ran in. We threw the water on him. Oh, dude, dude, I'm melting. I'm melting. BJ yelled out as his body slowly melted into a puddle of red goo. And BJ's a end. badass. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, hey, Marshall, were you okay then? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's getting way more graphic. You definitely saw some horror movie yeah. between the last Definitely stars. some angst against did you, some did people you there. And I swear Ms. Kirch- Mrs. Kirchhoff was the superintendent, or the principal at Abraham Lincoln. Was it? Pre- yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, she got fucking ran over by a semi and her head got caught in the yeah, axle. Man, and his like body her. was dragged behind. Holy like shit. That's fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> this may have been sixth grade. Because I remember I got, I think that was the year I got spanked by her with the fucking paddle. Oh, <laughs> that which bitch might is gonna be, pay. Which might be why that happened. Oh, man. Okay, think about think about the climate of today's society. Oh, and if you oh, found never. a kid's written right like writing this out, they'd be like, "Shit, we gotta Dude, lock this kid when away." I went to Abraham Lincoln. There was I came my second grade teacher, and I cannot remember her fucking name, but she was a mean, mean bitch, Mrs. Cadwell. And when you fucked up in class, she would take you into the fucking janitor's closet. <gasps> And fucking, she had like rulers in there, and she would fucking beat kids with rulers. Jesus Holy Christ! Shit. Bend over, grab your ankles, and she would fucking swat you with rulers. You didn't even go to parochial school. Wow. Like, no, I mean, I, I got spanked at, at Ellis once by the principal there. Actually, maybe twice there. I don't know. Oh, and I damn. got spanked at Abe Lincoln by the principal there. Yeah. Um, what? what? I did thought you do to get I, uh, I don't remember what I did, but I did something. Damn, it's a shit. But goddamn. All I know is if you go into the janitor's closet, you pull a hanger and then the wall spins around. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I've lived here. All right, so let's you gotta be careful. There might be a trap door. A couple trap doors. Of trap doors. <laughs> and werewolves and bushes and shit. I've I don't lived know, here man. for years. All right, let's move on to part you seventeen. This is up. the final part of the series that I have for right for uh, this series. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, Marshall, Aaron. Um, Sarah, you Ooh, this have... One's, this one's thick. Yeah, this is the thickest one. <laughs> thick-ass boy. All right, so Sarah, you have Katie, Sarah, and Shannon. Okay, in this so one. All, all new characters? Like I all new inspiration? Probably. 
Probably the same girl, just recycled. Okay. Um, so she has less Sean, of a list. Uh, Chris gets Sean. Sean. Because Mike R has been dead, t- killed twice. Yeah, killed yeah, twice yeah. now. Back by uh, popular demand. Now, Mike, you get you get to uh, change up because you're going to play Kyle, but you're also going to play Beth and Tara. Oh. Uh, ooh, mm, all right. So <laughs> Beth, uh, Beth has a smoker's voice. Beth was technically my first girlfriend. Oh. oh. We dated for <gasps> so she has a stomach. Three days. <laughs> she talks like this. <laughs> Marshall, I'm hot. Let's go. <laughs> my my box is going off. I need to switch it up from my vibrator. <laughs> What's Tara sound like, bud? Uh, that would be Tara. Actually, I do know who that Tara is. Uh, just normal girl. Sounds like Tara Reed. Gotcha. No. <laughs> no, not Terry. Every guy. Uh, Tara and Sarah C were actually really cool chicks. I remember in grade school. They were well, cool. not today. <laughs> Who's Sean? Uh, I don't remember. Mm. I don't know who, who yeah, that Sean is. Gonna play him straight. He's yep. reluctant. Um, hold up. Try to play Marshall as a hero. Kyle, <laughs> like, what's, let's go. What's Kyle sound like? And again, I don't know what Kyle. I don't know who Kyle. Which Kyle that is? So make well, it looks whatever. Like he has three lines. So uh, make it whatever. He sounds like Nick Fury. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. <laughs> Sam Jackson. All right. <clears throat> here we go. Let's close this. Close out the uh, the saga, I guess, here. With Haunted House, part 17. Justin and I left the church at 3 p.m. We walked back to my house to sleep. We woke up at 10 p.m. Then I heard a knock at the door. I opened it. There stood Tara, Beth McCoy, Sean M., Shannon, Kyle, and John. I invited them in. We talked for a while. Then we had some drinks. Sweet. Beth got drunk. She started dancing on the table. Yeah! I like the way this is starting off. We all ran from cover. We all ran for cover from that horrid sight. Whoa! <laughs> so, uh, Beth, Beth is, uh... All right, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> she finally stopped dancing and got off the table. Then we heard a howling noise from outside in the woods. At first, I thought it was my dog. Oh, oh, oh. I asked John if he would if he'd go get the dog and bring him in for the night. A minute later, we heard the howl again, only it was closer to the house. Then Wolfie trotted out from the other room. <laughs> is Wolfie here? That means something else is out there, said Beth. Then we watched a ter- we heard a terrifying scream. Ah! We ran out just in time to see a half-man, half-wolf creature run into the woods. Where is John? Asked Kyle. Look. There's a trail of blood leading into the woods, said Sean. Let's follow it, I said. Sean, Kyle, Justin, and I went into the woods. Tara, Beth, and Shannon stayed behind. The trail got harder to follow as we approached the glooming woods. The trees seemed to be lashing out at us, trying to pull us deeper into their home. Then I heard something. All of a sudden, a terrifying raven came flying out of the woods. <laughs> it reamed the top of Justin's head and flew off into the night. Dope. As we walked further into the woods, we heard the rustling of tree leaves. We looked up and down. We looked up and down fell John's body hanging from a vine. His shirt torn, blood splattered on the shirt. He was cut and scarred and four claw scars running down his face. We cut him down and ran home. (laughs) When we got there, we saw the girls watching TV. After we were inside, all of us played Deluxe Monopoly. (laughs) Sponsored by Golden Bradley. After an hour, we stopped. <laughs> Quickest game of the night. It's just too long to play. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. You gave up. 
Then I saw a car pull up. I saw a car pull up in my driveway. It was Steven, Kate, and Sarah Craig. I hid, I hid behind the door. Justin opened it. When they walked in, I jumped out at Katie. She screamed. Ah! When she turned around and saw me, she slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> then out the corner of my eye, I saw something ripping all the trees to shreds. Then it ran off. You shouldn't be here tonight. I said. Why? Because, Asked Kate. Because John has been murdered. Oh, That's oh. terrible. Do you know who did it? Asked Sarah. <sighs> no. I answered. Just then we heard a terrifying howl coming from the back room. Oh. Justin got up and grabbed a baseball bat and started walking towards the back room. The rest of us got up and ran to the back room only to see Justin's body sprawled on the floor with four gashes in his neck. Blood was on the walls, the floor, and the door. Let's break into groups of two, then go lock all the doors and windows. Then we'll meet back in the game room. Whoever's the first one back, close the doors and lock the door. Don't open it unless you hear two knocks. I said. Shen and I will take the attic. Said Kyle. Tara and I will take the second floor. Sean said. So we're stuck with the floor in the basement. I said. <laughs> After that, we all left. We left. Uh, eh, sorry. After that, we all left for our jobs we decided to go down to the basement first the basement was always so gloomy it plays guns gay said beth look over there it's the door kate said the only light was shining through the door the moonlight lit up the door and the outside just then the killer walked into view the thing was huge and furry i couldn't get a better look at it all i saw was its shadow after it passed i ran to the door and locked it kyle and shannon were up in the attic at this time locking all the windows then Shannon thought she heard a noise outside. She ran to the window to see. There was nothing that she could see. Then she heard the sound again. Shannon ran to the window. This time she saw a creature climbing up the gutters. Kyle, come over here quick! Shannon yelled. Kyle ran to the window. He looked down and saw the creature. Get out of here now! Kyle yelled. Shannon ran down the stairs to hide. To hid. To hid. <laughs> Kyle threw a chair out the window at the creature. The chair missed its target and plummeted to the ground where it broke into pieces. The creature jumped into the window and lashed out at Kyle with, with deadly claws. Ow. The claws hit right on its on its mark. Blood flew out of Kyle's gut and on the gray uh, uh, and on the gray fur of the creature. Kyle's limp body fell to the cold hard floor of the attic. I'm Des. Shannon was trip, <laughs> tripping and falling all the way down to the ground floor with us. We were in my ballroom locking the <laughs> <laughs> locking the window when we when we all heard the when we all heard the game room you door slam. Got some baller fucking shit for a sixth grader. <laughs> yep. Here, Pretty sure you just watched the movie Clue. Right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> Watch that movie Advanced a lot. Clue. <laughs> Massive detective. We ran to the game room door to see who or what was in there. I yanked and twisted the doorknob, but it was locked. Who's out there? Yelled Shannon. It's me. Marshall, Kate, and Beth. I responded. Shannon opened the door and let us in. When we got settled down, I asked her what happened. I, I was in the attic with Kyle. Said Shannon. Kyle? Where, where's Kyle? I asked. Dead. Shouted Shannon. I'm going up to find him. Wait for me. Yeah. I'll be back in a little bit. I told them. Sean and Tara were in the living room locking windows and looking around. When Sarah stepped on a button on the floor, the fireplace turned to reveal a hidden passageway. The two decided to follow it. Sean led the way. The passage came out in a secret room. They entered the dark, gloomy, freezing cold room. It looked as if all the color was sucked out of it. As they looked around, Tara noticed bits and pieces of clothing lying around. Then she noticed these were Stephen's clothes. <gasps> Sean noticed six glass containers filled with a person's inner organs. Uh, Tara! Screamed Sean. 
A what? Responded, <laughs> responded Tara. Get out of here! Yelled Sean. Tara ran over to Sean. When the jars came into view, she stopped dead in her tracks and then vomited. <laughs> then fainted and fell on her face first in the, into her vomit. <laughs> Sean covered up the jars and put them in the box, then picked up Tara and started back down the passageway. While I was in the attic looking for Kyle, I heard a horrible scream coming from the kitchen. I ran downstairs to the kitchen. When I entered, I saw the other people and Sarah lying on the floor with no arms or legs, and her shirt was almost gone. Her stomach cut open with her intestines hanging out. Then Sean uncovered the box with Stephen's remains. The girls fainted. What happened to Stephen? I asked. I don't know. This is all I found of him, said Sean. Then we carried the girls upstairs to the bedrooms. We laid each one on a bed and locked the doors. Then we went back to the kitchen to clean up. But when we got there, Sarah's body and what was left of Stephen were gone. Oh, man. I said. What are we going to do now, Marshall? Asked Sean. The girls! I yelled. We ran upstairs to check on the girls. Kate was all right. Shannon was all right. Beth was missing and Tara was missing. Great. Two missing people and a killer on the loose. I said. What I want to know is how is how it got in. Sean asked. There's probably a hidden passageway somewhere in here. I replied. Let's look. Answered Sean. After 15 minutes, Sean found a trigger to open a hidden door. It was on a statue. Sean twisted his arm and the wall mirror flipped open. We entered the cold, or the dark, cold passage. After walking a while, we saw a dim light up ahead. We ran towards it. Then the passage opened up into a room. There in the middle of the room was a rolling table with a huge glass jar with some red liquid in it. Also on the table was five hypodermic syringes. <laughs> Next to the table was a chair with someone in it. I walked around to the other side to see who it was. The person seemed to be chained to the chair. I then realized that the red liquid was this person's blood. The person in the chair was Beth! Ah! I ran back down the passage. Sean was right behind me. I ran to, uh, ran to the room with Kate, hoping she was still in it. I unlocked the door and flung it open. There on the bed was Kate, crying. Hey-o. She had a box of tissue next to her. Sean. I said. Yes? He replied. Go check on Shannon. I told him. Sean left. I closed the door and jumped on the bed. <laughs> Kate said nothing at first. She uh, she finally she final started talking. <laughs> Sean was looking Sean was looking for Shannon when the grotesque bloody arm fell from the doorway and hit Sean right in the face. <laughs> Sean jumped back in shock, then realized the arm belonged to Sarah. He ran into he ran into with Shannon on it. Okay. <laughs> Shannon wasn't in there, banging, knocking, hitting on the door. I opened the door and Sean ran in. What's the matter? I asked. A bloody arm fell from the door, plus Shannon is missing. Shouted Sean. Oh no, not again. Let's go search her room. I answered. We walked into Sh- uh, Shannon's room only to see a junkyard. A the, junkyard. Room, <laughs> the room was trash. Furniture everywhere. Broken furniture and mirrors. After a few minutes of searching the room, we found nothing. Katie noticed the window was open. That must be how the killer got in and out. She said. Just then the door slammed shut. There was terror with blood on her face, arms, legs, and chest. Her shirt and pants almost gone. The creature killed Shannon. She huffed. It's on its way here now. Gasping for breath. Then we heard footsteps coming up the stairs. What are we going to do? Asked Katie. The only way out is the window. Said Tara. Then that's the way we go. (laughs) I said. (laughs) 
Luckily, the pool was on this side of the house. <laughs> Sean jumped first, then Tara, followed by Katie. Just as I got to the windowsill, the creature smashed the door down. It walked in, dragging Shannon's head behind it. Oh. The creature made its way to me, throwing the broken furniture out of its way, Fuck. breaking it more. The creature reached out a furry, clawed hand to me. I jumped just in the nick of time. I hit the pool water hard. When I bobbed back up, I saw the creature move away from the windowsill. We got out of the pool and started thinking of ways to kill this creature. I wonder why it didn't jump. Asked Sean. It must be scared of water. Said Tara. Sean and I will go back in and try to get my dad's gun. I said. Speak for yourself, Marshall. Said Sean. Fine, I'll go by myself. If the thing comes out here, jump in the pool. I said. I ran inside. I didn't do anything at first. Then slowly I started walking forward. I spun around. I saw Sean knee next to Tara, who was lying down, probably weak from her wounds. I'm weak from my wounds. Katie was standing next to them. I turned around and walked further down the dark hallway. The first door was open. I slowly walked in. It was the kitchen. The room was empty. I grabbed a knife. Not a small little eating knife, but a big, huge cutting knife. I left the kitchen. The dining room was, was next room. The room was fine, and there was no sign of the creature. The dining room was so fancy. The walls were decorated with expensive pictures, oil paintings. The table was solid mahogany. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite rooms. <laughs> Creative writing classes paid off. <laughs> I like you take time to admire. This is a great room. <laughs> I stood there for a while thinking about the room. My thoughts were broken by a terrifying scream coming from outside. I ran out to the hallway. The scream stopped. I ran out to the patio. Katie and Tara were kneeing at the far end of the pool, wet, crying, and, hu and hugging each other. <laughs> I ran to them. They pointed to the water. There was Sean floating on his chest with four gashes running down his back. Sean's left arm was missing. It was floating down at the other end. His blood, his blood stained the pool water red. The creature came around the house, and we jumped in the pool, and it jumped in after us. Sean tried to stop it. But it killed him. Katie said, crying. <laughs> if it's not afraid of water, why didn't it jump down after us? I asked. Tara finally was able to speak. Can we just get out of here? Oh, no, but the creature slashed our tire. Said Katie. I have a motorcycle in the shed around back. I replied. When we got to the shed, the door was ajar. We approached it slowly and carefully. I gently pushed the door open. There was no sign of the creature. I grabbed a gas can, filled up the motorcycle's gas tank. Luckily, the key was still in the ignition. The creature howled from the outside. It knows where we are, said Tara. We hopped on the bike. I turned the key. The engine roared. I could see the creature's shadow outside. I stepped on the gas. We burst through the wooden wall of the shed. The bike's headlights shone brightly on the creature's gray fur, which was stained with blood. We raced towards it. The creature just stood there. We were about to hit it when it jumped out of the way. The engine roared as we turned on the road. I turned around. The creature was running after us with amazing speed. We raced towards town, hoping to find help. The end. Yay! <laughs> I, uh, it wasn't highlighted, so I was paying it. Thank you. I apologize if I missed. Don't be sorry about shit, dude. I, I, I really like this room. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great room. Was, was this a QBC <laughs> You can buy this In mahogany fact, table. I'm supposed to be searching for a killer, but I'm just going to sit here for a minute and yeah, admire, admire this, this room. room. I mean, goddamn, look at that lacquer. <laughs> the mahogany. Really well done. So that brings us to the end of 
the haunted house series from what I have available to read so far. Um, we have more to read, but we're going to take a break as we figure out where we're going from here. Uh, we're going to take, so, uh, come back and, uh, join us in just, uh, just a minute. All right, we're back from our last little break. Now we're going to move on to something a little different. We're going to mix things up here for this next series of stories. It's, it's broke down into six chapters, I believe. Uh, but instead of horror, we're going to take, we're going to shift to the world of sci-fi with a little, um, you know what? I'm just going to leave it for the listeners to pick up on the crossover here, but it's a, it's a sci-fi story I wrote in sixth grade, I think. Um, so I think enjoy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Thinking, it's like, there's a certain cartoon that came out around that time. Yeah. You know? for, Gargoyles, for reference, right? For reference, what year were you in the sixth grade? What year was that? I want to say, let's see, uh, 92? 92? 92. It's before the cartoon. Okay. Oh. oh. Should I go... Shit. Should I go Cobra Commander for Ben? No. Okay. No, I don't know. I want to hear Cobra Commander for somebody. So, because you do <laughs> BJ. a pretty BJ's the general, evil general. You do a pretty good uh, Cobra Commander. Do BJ as right. Cobra Commander? Deal. <laughs> Deal. So All right. Ben will be Brock. Got it. All right. Here we go. This is just. T- I'm not even gonna read the title. Um, chapter one: The Chase. The year is 2010. <laughs> Six. <laughs> 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 the future. <laughs> the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of my favorite Conan bits. I love that. Yeah, that was good. Six friends were cruiser in Marshall's new Star Cruiser. Star Cruiser. They were coming home from a totally rad movie. Totally <laughs> <laughs> fucking rad. When the Galactic Army attacked. Oh shit! <laughs> they were blasted into a time warp. Oh, no. <laughs> Where are we? Asked Ben. But Ben wasn't Ben. He was an elf that could teleport. They were all different. Marshall had claws that could cut steel. Zach could control the weather. Casey looked like RoboCop. And Pat could run like the Flash. All of a sudden, the Galactic Army started shooting their their large guns at them. Mike shot one ship down with his laser beam. Zach made a tornado that sucked up three starships. Then the ground soldiers came and started shooting at us. Casey took out his bazooka and blew half of them away. Oh, there's too many of them. Yelled Pat. They ran. They found an abandoned star blaster. They hopped in and started it up. It ran like a butte. (laughs) (laughs) The army was on their tail. BJ was leading the army. He ordered them to fire on the kids. So they did. A laser beam hit the star blaster. The kids were going down. Abandoned star blaster! Yelled Marshall. So they jumped out. They landed in a lagoon. Casey almost sunk, but they pulled him out. The galactic army fouled them into the forest. Casey was making too much noise. Will you be quiet? You don't want to blow away the galactic... You don't want to be blown away by the galactic army. Said Marshall. Casey picked up Marshall by the neck and said... Shut up, shrimp! I'll wring your puny neck. He dropped him. Marshall jumped back up, jumped back up, and said, "You forgot one thing, you piece of tin. I have claws that can cut through steel." Casey punched Marshall in the stomach before he could attack. Ha! My ribs have been broken. Unbreakable bones, said Marshall. Marshall uh, got back to his feet and jumped at Casey. He cut Casey on the arm. Then a bazooka shot Casey and blew him to pieces. <laughs> it's the Galactic Army! Yelled Ben. 
They ran further into the dark woods. The kids found themselves in the mothership. It was full of galactic soldiers. They hid behind a star blaster when, when the army that was chasing them walked in. Marshal, do you think we can get out of here alive? Asked Mike. The galactic platoon saw the group of teens and attacked them. Mike fired his laser beam from his eyes, killing three soldiers. Zack made a lightning bolt strike a soldier, frying him. He was smoking. Pat grabbed a pipe and ran out and hit the soldier on the head, killing him. Tunk. Then a soldier shot Pat with a laser rifle. They ran away, but in the control room, the leader saw the kids, so she sent an army after them. Mike shot his beam, killing five soldiers. Then the army came up from behind and captured them. Hey, you wrote, <laughs> the, you wrote this, dude. I know. Read, read. What's the body spell? This Zigzalzania threw X- them in pr- in prison. X Y L Z A N Y A. Yep, that's it. Threw them in prison. Then the kids heard this on the intercom: blasting off for Mars. <laughs> Mars, Mars with a Z. Mars with a Z. You know, because it's dope and urban. Isn't it? <laughs> Mars or Mars? Mars. <laughs> Chapter 2 The Escape The four captured kids are sitting in their cell when Mike said The heck with this cell He melted the bars with his laser beam The alarm was set off So they ran for cover The soldiers came looking for the kids Mike fired his beam killing seven of them Whoa. Ben climbed the wall and drop kicked a soldier <laughs> Then a soldier fired at Ben. He teleported in the nick of time. Bam. Ben fouled him, found himself in the main control room. Zizania put him in the pit of despair. Get my name right. <laughs> ben teleported back to us. The Galactic Army was down to 500 out of 1,000. I love how specific you are about numbers. They overpowered numbers. us. <laughs> Sorry. Yelled Mike. Zack made a sandstorm to help them get away. They ran to find a way out of the ship. Then they heard, landing on Mars, landing on Mars. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They all said at the same time. <laughs> take two, take two. One, two landing on Mars. Uh-oh. <laughs> they all said at the same time. It's baseline. You guys aren't ready for it yet. They found a star blaster on a launching pad, so they got in and flew out of the ship. The Galactic Army opened fire on the teens. They managed to maneuver the Star Blaster out of the line of fire. A Star Raider started to chase them. Zack made a lightning bolt strike the Star Raider, making it go down. Marshall turned around and yelled, An army of Star Raiders. The kids turned around and cruised off. The Galactic Army took over Mars and turned it into a giant galactic empire. Sweet. We had to go by foot so we wouldn't attract too much attention. Ben teleported into the Galactic Army's base. He found himself in the lookout tower. A guard saw Ben. Ben jumped to the ceiling. The guard ran right into the wall, face first. Ben grabbed two laser rifles, one for himself and one for Marshall, then teleported back to them. Look out! Marshall said. A Star Raider came out of the launching pad. The boys ran to the launching pad room before the doors closed. Ben ran into the door. He teleported into the base. Bam! Marshall led the group of boys. A group of soldiers saw them. The soldiers charged them. The boys fired their guns like crazy. Killing only 13 soldiers. Marshall. 
Holy. We're bad shots. Marshall leapt at a soldier, start, killing him with his claws. Mike fired his beam, killing seven soldiers. Zach made a tornado. It sucked up 11 soldiers. Ben shot one with his gun. <laughs> ben got one. Uh, Marshall sliced a soldier in the stomach with his claws, killing him. The boys ran for the Star Raider and rode off. But as they lifted off, a soldier hit the engine. The boys' Star Raider went down. They got out and ran for cover. BJ yelled, After them! The soldiers got in their Imperial Star Crawlers. Zack made a wind and thunderstorm to help them get a get a good getaway. The soldiers still follow them. Mike fires beam, blowing up one Star Crawler. Marshall said, Come on! We can climb that mountain! The boys followed him. <laughs> Finally, we reached the top, said Ben. Their star crawlers can climb mountains, too, yelled Marshall. The Galactic Army was coming up after them on all sides. The boys were surrounded by the Galactic Army with no place to go. The army's gaining up fast. What are we going to do? Asked Ben. End of chapter. Chapter so three. Action, dude. The challenge. <laughs> the star crawlers reached the top of the mountain. The kids had no hope at all. The army opened fire, killing Ben. He fell off the side of the mountain. BJ got out of his star crawler and said, I challenge your leader in a fight in three days. (laughs) I accept your challenge, said Marshall. To make sure you come, we'll take your two friends with us, said BJ. They crawled off, leaving Marshall by himself on the mountain. Day one. Marshall... Marshall built a house out of wood, then made a practice room. He sharpened his claws. Then he practiced in his room. (laughs) Exactly. Montage. Marshall could now do three flips in a row in the air. (laughs) Seven handstand flips in a row very fast. And he could jump higher than his own height. Marshall made a spear for hunting. You have claws. Yeah, I know. It's a vault. He doesn't want to do a vulgar display of power. Right, right. Nice Pantera reference. And we're back. Day two. On the second day, he did the same thing he did on the first day. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. (laughs) Day three. On the third day, Marshall made his way to the Galactic Army's base. He finally made it. Marshall walked in. No one was in sight. Marshall opened a door. He walked in. He was in a dark and empty room. Then the spotlights came on abruptly. There stood BJ, Mike, and and Zach were tied up in a net in the air. About five feet away was a platform. On the platform were spikes and other sharp stuff on it. (laughs) Man, you could get tetanus. All over the walls were galactic soldiers ready for battle. BJ had guns in both hands. He opened fire on Marshall. Marshall jumped out of the way of the jumped out of the way of the fire. BJ punched at Marshall. Marshall kicked at BJ. Kicked BJ in the gut before he got hit. BJ flew to the ground, dropping his guns. BJ got back to his feet. Marshall punched him in the face, making him fall back down. Marshall drew his claws and cut BJ to pieces. Oh my pieces! Marshall cut down Mike and Zach. Then the soldiers opened fire on the three kids. Mike fired his beam, killing five soldiers. The kids ran for the door, but Zach got shot in the leg. They dragged Zach out of the room. 
Zack made a windstorm that made the soldiers run away. The kids got a good getaway. Zylania now. Oh, I changed the spelling apparently. Zylania. Zylania saw this on the movie screen. A movie hey. screen. On the movie screen. <laughs> she sent her best men after them. Get after them. The boys got out of the base. When the soldiers found them and opened fire, Mike fired his beam, killing two soldiers. <laughs> the soldiers shot at Zach, hitting him in the arm. The kids ran for their lives. The soldiers ran after them, firing their guns. Mike turned around and fired his beam, killing four soldiers. Follow me! Yelled Marshall. The two boys ran for Marshall's hut in the woods. The boys <laughs> made it to the woods safely. I think we lost them, Marshall said. Mike and Zach sat down on the ground. Mike set Zach down on the ground carefully. Zach was bleeding heavily. Marshall ripped off his shirt sleeves and wrapped them around his wounds. Oh, what's that? Asked Mike. A half-human, half-animal thing jumped out at us. Who are you? Asked Marshall. Then all of a sudden, a person with metal wings flew down. <laughs> the blue thing said... I'm Aaron, the Beast, but you can call me Beast. And the Flyboy is my friend Scott. His wings are razor sharp, yo. Bang, 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 bang! Duck! Yelled Marshall. The Galactic Army came into sight with heavy-duty guns right in the boy's face. They were surrounded by soldiers with no place to go. Oh. Chapter 4, The Big Battle. <laughs> this, this is the big battle? Baby, that was all four of <laughs> I wonder how many numbers. Dun, 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 dun. Marshall killed three soldiers. Ben killed 12 soldiers. I can't wait to hear I need to go through here and find the body count. <laughs> Should I be keeping count? Hey, Cincinnati Jeffrey, if you're listening, to this, do a body count for me. Give me a body count. Or any of the listeners. Or any of the listeners who What's are listening that? to this. What's that? Hotline number. Uh seven four zero four suck it. You What's can call that? and leave us the body count. What's that number one more time? Seven four zero four suck it. Suck That's it. right. If you think you can count things. Oh, which by the way, uh before I go into chapter four of the big battle, uh, I wanted to shout out, I forgot this at the beginning of the show. Uh we have now updated again our merchandise store of new shirts. <laughs> oh, did you now? Man, like we have we have an advertisement before the big battle. That's damn right. All funds go to support the Gotta rebels hook fighting them, against the Galactic Empire. <laughs> no, true talk, though, true talk, though, I did visit that. I got me some stickers and that sweet pint glass. Yes, with, the uh, Nachos McGuero. Nachos McGuero. Oh, uh, you can awesome. also get yourself a Nachos McGuero alternate Horrible Horror logo t-shirt um, oh. on the site now as well. I added more t-shirts, which are of a different material than the previous oh. ones. So they're about half the price. And... Uh, Various, very much the same designs, but just a different material, so they're a little cheaper. And you can also get the Nachos McGuero's alternate logo on that shirt as well. If I you like, like that one. That's my favorite. I need Imagine, a print. I need a print of that. Uh, that'd be sweet. Imagine how dope you would look fighting the Galactic Empire in the Nachos McGuero alternate horrible horror. Yes. Goddamn right. <laughs> I mean, goddamn any, right. Do you have any voicemails by chance? <laughs> this is the horrible horror podcast. We don't like Nachos McGuero. <laughs> hey, the fans don't either. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I know. All right. You're my Sherpa. (laughs) All right. Chapter four. The big battle. Aaron jumped on Scott's back. Mike and Marshall grabbed Scott's legs. Scott grabbed Zach in his arms, and they flew off into the sky and got away. The five boys flew to Marshall's hut, which is weird because we were just there. (laughs) (laughs) They did a lap. They did a lap. It's fine. When they got to the hut, Marshall saw some people in it. He ran in and found two girls in there. Hi. One girl, one girl had a white stripe down the middle of her hair. Oh shit! The other girl had blonde hair. 
Call me Skunk. Instead of one of the girls. I'm Lizzie, and this is my friend Heather. Lizzie had brown hair, and Heather had the blonde hair. I can control people's minds. And Heather, Heather can make things blow up just by, like, pointing at it. Said Lizzie. I'm Marshall. And this is Max, Zach, Aaron, and Mike, and Scott. Are you sure your name isn't Mike? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure it's Scott. You said Max or something. It's Mike. (laughs) Mike, Zach, Aaron, and Scott. There we go. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Bombs blowing up all over the place. Coming closer to the hut. Aaron, Scott, Lizzie, Heather, grab a gun. Run! Yelled Marshall. They ran out of the hut. Scott flew into the sky to look around. He saw warships bombing the forest. Scott fired five times, hitting the ship. The the ship fired back at Scott. Scott flew out of the way. Scott flew away, leaving his friends. What a dick. (laughs) Oh, dick move. The six friends ran for the city of Juggernaut. (laughs) Not even like... Karak or whatever. <laughs> We're just okay. That's the city, this juggernaut city. <laughs> the city of Marco Cage. <laughs> juggernaut. <laughs> The warships flew after them. The warships warped the kids up onto the deck. (laughs) (laughs) And that was completely... (laughs) The spelling is completely different again. Every time. It is canon. (laughs) Oh, it's even worse this time. It's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Zymatab. <laughs> it's like some kind of funky prescription drug you can't pronounce. The side effects Zinzalania walked in and said, Let the battle that will determine the best army begin. <laughs> then she disappeared and the army opened fire. <laughs> they jumped out of the way. Mike fired his beam, killing two men. <laughs> Marshall jumped to his shoulder with his claws out in front of him. He cut open the man. Aaron ran at two soldiers. He did a flying spin kick, killing one and almost killing the other. Heather pointed her finger at a group of five men. They blew up. <laughs> All of us are getting blown up. Lizzie fired her gun, killing three men. Aaron punched a soldier in the temple, killing him. Take that, dude. A soldier shot at Zach, hitting Zach in the arm. Ow. Marshall charged at a man with his claws out in front of him. He sliced at the man, cutting him open. A soldier shot at Marshall, hitting his leg. Mike ran for Marshall. He picked him up and ran over to the wall and set him down. A soldier shot Heather in the back, killing her. Oh, no. Lizzie ran over to her. There's no sign of life. Lizzie was ticked off. (laughs) I'm not good at math, but how does this work out? Uh, she fired four rounds, killing 50 soldiers. <laughs> so they were like in a pyramid position, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> I assume telekinetics, maybe. Um, they were... Lizzie's dad was like totally a Marine, so she's like, got a sure shot. <laughs> I love the smell of pepperoni. Oh. <laughs> A soldier fired at Zach, hitting him in the forehead, killing him. Oh, shit. There is blood all over his head. A soldier charged at Marshall. Marshall sliced at him, cutting him open. He dropped dead. I'm dead. Mike scooped up a soldier above his head and threw him about six feet into the control panel. Then Mike turned around and fired his beam, killing six men. A soldier shot Aaron in the leg and then in the stomach and head, killing Aaron. Oh, fuck. My leg, my stomach, and my head. <laughs> then the kids found themselves back in Juggernaut. 
The kids ran from the edge of town. Let's get out of here. When they got there, they saw Scott lying on the ground. He was cut, shot, and tortured. Jesus. He was dead. Oh, my God. The kids heard a loud noise. They looked up and saw 15 Star Destroyers. (laughs) God damn! (laughs) End of chapter four. (laughs) Everybody reading, Marshall, this is... This is... Fuck book on tape. We, we are on to some new things. 15 starters. I just, We're so fucked. For, for whoever's Man. keeping count at home. Seriously, audible. Seriously, Aaron is crying right now. Like, literally I, I crying. Like, I have snot running down my nose. I think he took, I think he took some edibles for this audible. Oh. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by My endorphin count is like through the motherfucking roof, dude. I'm gonna have like that ecstasy e-lab shit for the next month. I just fucking rang out my serotonin oh, shit. Oh my god. Oh, oh, deep guys. breath. Deep breath. All right. <sighs> Chapter five. Okay. Mike's capture. Oh Mike. Look how you looked at oh, me. Oh damn it, Mike. The warships yeah. flew into outer space. A pack of wild dogs charged Marshall. <laughs> Marshall jumped out of the way. Then a gunshot. Blue and a wild dog fell dead. A man ran out with a survival knife and a gun. He was about to cut open the dog when Marshall jumped out and slammed the man's head to the ground and sliced his neck. Dang. Why did you do that for, Marshall? Asked Mike. I can't stand to see an innocent animal killed for fun. Marshall said. Bang, 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 bang. Guns going off everywhere. The kids ran for cover. The wild dogs were dropping like flies. The teens ran for their lives. The gunners ran after them, firing their laser guns. The teens split up and went three different ways. The snipers followed after each of them. Snippers? Mike felt snippers. Yeah, snippers. Uh, followed, uh, followed each of them. Mike fell into a pit. Oh, shit. The gunners, uh, the gunners trapped work. Mike was caught. Lizzie found a cave behind some trees and hid in it. The gunners ran right past her. Lizzie followed the cave. Marshall stopped running and turned around to see if they were still following him. The gunners came running around the corner, aiming their guns at him. Marshall jumped into a pond. <laughs> he found himself in a cave spring. Lizzie found Marshall in the spring. Hey-o. It started to rain and blow very hard. Did it blow hard? It was getting kind of sexy in here. <laughs> My glasses are steaming up. I don't even wear them. They both were worried about Mike. Marshall found some canned food in, the, in an old backpack. He cut it open. Lizzie started a fire. Lizzie and Marshall were forced to live in the cave. It, it, the rain ended five days later. Marshall got up and walked outside. The woods were soggy and moist. Lizzie was still asleep. Marshall made breakfast. The two months were, the two months were spent looking for Mike. One day, Lizzie went out to get berries when she saw Mike's <laughs> visor laying on the ground. Lizzie ran back to the cave. They both thought Mike was dead. Was it Ruby Quartz by chance? It might, might have been Ruby Quartz. Oh. Two months. Or didn't find them. Lizzie and Marshall walked back, back to uh, back to Juggernaut to find a job. <laughs> Lizzie found a job working at a clothing store. Marshall worked at a hospital as a surgeon. Of course. Of course. She works retail. And Marshall's. Wait, what was Lizzie's power set bringing to speak? I know, Scott. 
totally a Super fan. strange. I could, like, no, like, I could, like, see things. And, like, she could control mine. <laughs> so she's a politician. No, I mean, I'm like, no, I totally work in this clothing store where, like, I totally have, uh, like, commissions. And so yes. when you walk in, I'm like, bitch, you need those jeans. I like, make, uh. I make my boss think, like, I'm the best employee. You're doing the subliminal messaging from um, Phantom of the Mall. It's all about sales, bitch. How's that song go? <laughs> Is he just a retard in a broken hockey mask? <laughs> One day later, Kate. One day, a letter came in the mail for Marshall and Lindsay from Mike. It read, "Dear friends, I've been caught by the army. Please come and get me. Your friend, Mike. P.S. Be careful." <laughs> Lindsay and Marshall ran home to get ready. They grabbed two guns, food, a knife sharpener, and two laser-proof vests. <laughs> Laser-proof vest. Perfect. Oh, you guys don't have those? Uh, Then they ran to a Star Cruiser dealer and bought one. (laughs) (laughs) With that retail money, yo. Sorry, I'm going to shut up. Go ahead, Mark. Then blasted off to go after Mike. When they reached the base, they blasted down the door. The inside guard fired at Lizzie. Marshall jumped at the guard, (laughs) crashing him. Then the army ran out of the doors, firing their guns at the two teens. The two teens jumped for cover. Then a big door opened, and it's changed again. Ex Lazana walked in with Mike behind her. Mike! The two yelled. Mike opened fire on his two friends. They must have brain drained him. Mike's too powerful for us. Yelled Lizzie. End of chapter five. Side effects of Lizarazan is reading scripture from the fucking seventh grade. Or getting drunk. This was ex- sixth grade. Excuse me. Excuse me. This was sixth grade, sir. Oh. Hey, you know what? It's better than I can write now. Good God. I mean, this is better than that Rob like, Zombie monster. He, he's, <laughs> you're, you're sixth grade would have been 1995. I, I, no, sixth grade? Ni- I'm still no, 91, 92. I have got snot running down my nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Chapter 6. BJ is having a blast while you're reading this. Chapter 6. Mike's back. (laughs) He's back! He's back! He's back! Mike's back! The teens ran for the door. Luckily, they made it out. The teens ran for the star blast, but Mike blew it up with his beam. Lizzie killed three soldiers with one shot. She is the shit. Mike fired his beam at Marshall, but missed. The two teens found a cave, so they ran for it. The cave was dark. The teens could hear the army's voices coming closer, so they ran further into the cave. The soldiers followed them. Marshall heard water falling up ahead. It was a waterfall. The two dived in. Of course. The soldiers ran past them. When they came up for a breath, Mike was standing there in front of them. Oh, shit. Mike helped them out of the pool of water. Mike helped them out of the pool of water. (laughs) Come on. Follow me. Said Mike. But... You're on their side, said Marshall. No, don't you see? I'm. It was all a trick to the, on them. I made them think I was on their side, said Mike. <laughs> when you Mike, the, when Mike you seems the, a little unsure. <laughs> when you hear the chime, turn the page. <laughs> uh, the kids ran for the cave entrance, but when they got there, it wasn't a pretty sight. The soldiers were everywhere, blocking the way out. 
One soldier saw the teens and opened fire on them. Mike flipped out of the way. Marshall tackled Lizzie out of the way. Mike fired his beam at the soldiers, killing 10. A group of soldiers ran at them. Mike punched in the gut. Lizzie fired her gun, killing one. Marshall hit one with the butt of his gun, killing him. After the fight, Mike, Lizzie, and Marshall ran back to the Army's base. When they got there, Mike made a plan. Once inside, Mike tied them up and took them to the bridge. Exanzalia. <laughs> Again, spelled completely different. No consistency. <laughs> None. Saw that Mike caught Marshall and Lizzie alive. Just then, three soldiers from the cave ran in and said Mike has betrayed them. And with that remark, Marshall and Lizzie ripped out of their ropes. Lizzie blew away the three soldiers. <laughs> Zan Chinchilla? Ex- Exile Land Zan La ran. The semi 25 soldiers attacked the three teens. Damn. That is an odd, uh, an odd number. Uh, Mike oh. killed one with his beam. <laughs> now, I believe if you actually count this up, it will equal 25. Ooh, okay. uh. Mike killed one with his beam. Lizzie blew five soldiers away. <laughs> Marshall sliced up two of them. <laughs> one soldier shot Mike in the arm. <laughs> Mike blew him away after he got shot. Lizzie blew six soldiers away. No, just blew six soldiers. <laughs> Marshall yeah, thrust his claws into the soldier's gut, killing him. Lizzie blew away two. Marshall picked up one over his head and threw him up against the wall. Marshall sliced off the soldier's head. Lizzie zapped two. Mike killed one. And Marshall clawed the last one. Scratch. <laughs> after the three Man, kings Lizzie killed the 25 soldiers, soldiers yeah after the three kings killed the 25 soldiers the bridge looked like the old horror movie star Jason just left <laughs> uh, technically he's relevant in this future as Uber Jason yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, neither it's, here nor there. Time. it's also 2010 yeah. <laughs> the three of them left to go hunt down Zizan Lana. After an hour of searching the huge ship, they found out that while they were fighting, the army left. (laughs) The three of them found the last Star Raider in the ship. After they got into Star Raider, they flew off in pursuit of the army. Bye. End of chapter six, and apparently I never finished the story, or I got lost in time. Oh, yeah. that is a fucking cliffhanger! Cliffhanger! Cliffhangers. Make the ending up as you please. I want to know what happens to Zalza and Nyanya. Like, she really had an important role. Nobody knew. Did she say her name? Did she say like one line? Yeah, Two lines? I got one line. I think I think her like name changed every single time. I think time. it did too. Awesome. Every time every I wrote time, it, it was. It always started with an X. Yeah. It, it always started with an X, and it was just so whatever. I got it. it it's like Robin Hood fucking minted tights. How, uh, uh, oh, what, what is his fucking no, name? Uh, his mole? I'll, I'll, not I'll lose. Oh, the mole um, changes. Richard Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. His mole. Yeah. I have a mole? I have Prince John. Yeah. Prince John, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm on these bed. What's, uh, what's the next bed? All right. <laughs> so, that, uh, <laughs> Make up whatever ending you want for that, but that's the end of the untitled X-Men sci-fi crossover. <laughs> X-Men, you say? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Stanley's gonna sue somebody. <laughs> hey, I never used any actual names. <laughs> juggernaut, bitch. Oh, I did use Juggernaut. You can Fist call Scott. me Beast. <laughs> yeah, Beast. I did. I mean, I'm a Beast. You can call me Beast. Like T M B, you know, trademark or whatever. I remember when, right when I wrote that, trying to come up who was gonna be what character, 
I remember at the time Aaron was a big Beast fan. I was because yeah, he's yeah. like his dad liked Beast too. So like bond over Beast. He was like I'm really big in the Beast. Like, All right, you're Beast. Beast is awesome, man. <laughs> I like Nightcrawler. Yeah. And Gambit. Gambit's dope. Oh yeah, man. I yeah, I didn't have Gambit in that one. Although uh, I believe in the X Men Mortal Kombat crossover, there is a Gambit. That one will be a whole nother. Episode. That was seventy plus pages of writing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, I got our... Yeah, we're not doing that. Today. I haven't even typed that one up. Right, seventy plus pages. Seven, that was seventy pages. That one. Get ready, y'all. And that was in high school. That was in high school. That was a high school one. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> that's fanfic. Check with your fans, really though. See if they, you know, listen to the episode. Yeah. And see if you guys like this. If you want to do more, we're having a great time. Oh, yeah. we're, we're doing more. <laughs> we're having an awesome time. Maybe if the fans, like, want to assign, like, somebody needs to be blank or blah or bleh. Uh, that would be cool, but I'm not waiting that long because we're probably going to record episode two right after this. <laughs> we're just going to move right on. Spoiler Spoiler alert. <laughs> They, I think we'll end this one here, and then we'll save the uh, the the big ones, the big boys, for another episode because they're going to take up more time. And I got some special plan for those. You know, when uh, Eric, when uh, Cincinnati Jeff actually gets the douche, you know, into his punani. Yeah, to get all those maggots out. Yeah, yeah he's still not going to be here for that because we're just going to roll right into it. Uh, <laughs> no, don't don't Spoiler give up the magic. The magic of radio. Yeah, radio. Hey guys, I'm Cincinnati Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh PS is it so good so bad it's good. So bad it's good. Yeah. I give it uh ten out of ten severed penises. Yeah, yeah, call outline let us know what you think of this. Um but alright, thanks for joining this episode of Horrible Horror Masterpiece Theater. We're not going with Trasterpiece Theater? Ah, whatever. Tomato tomato. But uh yeah, we'll be back with another we're gonna do this again. We're just the round two. But uh yeah, this is episode one. And so thanks for listening. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did because this was a lot more fun than it was I, a lot of fun. And always it was awesome. oh stay God. spooky and keep it Wait, tight, no, I guess. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, stay spooky. <laughs> keep it tight. We'll be back in a little bit. Wash your vagina.